On this episode of the Star Wars Time Show, the guys will try not to talk about other Star Wars sites that are more popular than them. But damn, is the leaking scene getting stupid. Anyway, they'll fawn over some new Luke Skywalker Hot Toys glamour shots before talking about a new Lego Star Wars special. Matt will riff on Vader number 4, which featured a few more reunions for Vader in his hunt to find those who made his son a pussy. They'll then turn their sights onto the news that Visceral's cancelled Star Wars game was done so in favor of Battle Royale titles. And then they'll talk about a new Ben Solo project rumor. Of course, they'll close with this week's edition of the fan segment, which includes the final battle in our Battle of the Basics, a question on Star Wars Aliens, and the iconic Top 5 Star Wars Fan Artist Features of the Week. Cue the music. everybody welcome back to a brand new episode of the star wars time show sorry about that intro but my co-pilot was trolling me right as we were set to go live about my buddy (laughs) justin fields yes i live in columbus ohio so i'm a buckeye Mm -hmm. graduated from the the ohio state university so i got some ties there i got some love for the school it is a bummer i mean we actually talked about the big 10 getting canceled live on the show last week there's a lot of weird shit going on last week as we were uh, casting, but hey, it is what it is for humanity. It, it probably is the right move, Nick. It sucks. I want to watch some football yeah. too, but I'm not going to be one of these people that's sitting there like, I mean, if we would have just uh, removed our thumbs out of our asses back in May and June and not wanted our fucking haircuts so bad, we, we probably wouldn't be watching football without too many worries this yeah. fall. So uh, as all things in the United States and COVID-19, we'll let the South uh, do an experiment for us and see what happens. So <laughs> Don't worry. Us down here in the SEC country, we'll uh, we'll take all the hits and, and virus well, I mean, you're, spreading uh, first. You're Big 12, right? We're with, Big with 12 Texas. in Texas. And yeah. Big, 12, Big, 12, Big 12's playing. Well, I so think. far, but uh, did yeah. you hear that Oklahoma, uh, they gave their kids yeah, they already. one week off and nine <laughs> players came back with the virus. So, Oh, yeah, dude. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Like, <laughs> here's the thing. My old home, you know, home stomping grounds, the SEC and back in Louisiana, they will not cancel football. No, there's no way. For I, anything. I, I even think it if someone matter. dies, they'll, they'll keep going. Yeah, but. they'll just they'll just be like, you know what? That's the sacrifice that we make for this great country. <laughs> and they'll just keep playing football. So it's going to be interesting to see how this season plays out for, for those of you who are fans of college football, considering that two of the Power Five conferences are not playing, Pac-10. I mean, at at this point, the NCAA just needs to quit being pussies and be like, hey, you know what? We don't want lawsuits 10 years down the road. So guess what? No false sports. We finally are going to say it. All right. Yeah. Just if delay the season like. The Buckeyes are planning to do. I don't know how they're going to play a season. They're in not, spring. dude. Ohio, like, like the, like, I mean, around here, there's people ready to, to jump off the roofs, this, that, and the other thing. Because again, it's Columbus. Not much going on. I mean, yeah, you got the 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 blue fuckers, whatever they are, the hockey team. Yeah. And that's it. Uh, uh, Buckeye football is life here. It is a religion, and and that's fine. I get into it. I love it. Like I said, I'm a, I'm a diehard Buckeye fan, but around town and there's people like oh my god Ohio State football is going to be set back 20 years now everyone's going to leave this that. I'm just like hey 
just just let the shit play out. Just let yeah, it play out. I'm like, telling you, school's playing in the fall. There's going to be a disaster. They're either going to have to stop yeah. the seasons altogether, or their players will be dead by 2021. And, so. and like, there's no way that the NCAA can allow a full football season to play out when half the conferences aren't playing. <laughs> like, yeah, so who's going to win a make title? No sense. It, it, it'll yeah. be like USF that one year where they went undefeated, but because they're USF, they didn't they, they didn't go to the big game. Yeah, but yeah. they they made champions championship rings and trophies and we're all like hey good for you but it means nothing you didn't win shit (laughs) so yeah yeah college college football update for for this week but right well it's like apollo saying in the chat here i I mean the the pro sports outside of mlb in my opinion have have done really what needs to be done nba has done a pretty good job same with hockey i don't even think anyone's tested positive in the nhl uh, yeah, I, I mean, like, I don't, because no, I never see news about no. the NHL. Well, so that's I don't, the NHL. I mean, they don't get covered in America, period, yeah. because they pissed off ESPN. So, uh, literally, you'll get more WWE coverage on ESPN than NHL. And I'm not fucking yeah. around. Like, that's not a joke. I mean, it, it, it all goes back to when Gary Bettman snubbed ESPN on their TV deal, and they tried, like, their own network, like ONN, something goofy, this, that, and the other thing. But, hey. Uh, yeah, there's the sports for you. So NBA still rocking off. Uh, speaking of that, uh, the playoffs are kicking off this week. Uh, which actually, means... in two days, I believe. Which what was that last week, Nick, or two weeks ago? Is when we were two talking about uh, keep those eyes peeled for the Mando S2 trailer. And those rumors are still out there. The dates now, I think uh, I saw like uh, it was like 20 or 21 or 20 or 22 because I believe that's when the playoffs begin. Yep. So we'll see. Uh, our lazy asses will not fire up the mics. We will not get in the studio to talk about a new trailer until next week during our regularly scheduled program. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I don't have cable here in Texas. You know, we're still running just purely off of streaming services. Got so you. I probably won't catch it when it drops live because I'm not going to have. Well, I'm, I'm still the show paying through the so. nose for YouTube TV, which used to be a fantastic service until literally this month. They're like, oh, hey, we're at, we're increasing at fifteen dollars. Oh, okay. Fif- See, my $15 brother, increase just like that. It's like, uh, huh? yeah, that's insane. My brother told me about YouTube TV. Dude, it's, it really it is cheap. awesome. Like the, the interface is great. The UI is great. Again, if you're a sports fan and you add your team, it will record all their broadcasts. But here's the best part. Oh, wow. Not only will it record the broadcasts, it will actually put in like a marking points called key plays. So let's oh, say damn. you're recording a game. Uh, and you're late, you, you missed the first quarter or whatever. Rather than yeah. going back and, and fast forwarding and trying to find the good stuff, this thing just plays through a loop of like, oh, there was a shot on goal. Oh, there was a goal. Oh, there was a penalty. And then it catches you up back live. So it's slick. It's but awesome. YouTube TV, I believe within a year or two is going to cost just as much if you're someone that, that goes to a, a cable provider still and takes it up the ass. So yeah, the only difference is just, <laughs> you know, you're, you're wireless, you're, you're, technically core cutting right but right. i mean for 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 us it's i got the disney plus bundle that gives you hulu d, d plus oh, and then espn plus we have netflix we have amazon prime um we have apple tv plus yeah we're, so. we're all any of us that have tried to get away from cable bundles have essentially done the same thing on our own by adding in every fucking streaming app and service out there 
Uh, yeah. I, I used to be proud, like, yeah, I don't pay cable anymore. But I think if I looked at my bill now, if I added up YouTube TV, Netflix, Apple TV, Disney Plus, Hulu, Spotify, I mean, it goes on and on and on. I'm oh, probably yeah. at $1,000 a month just in entertainment. Oh, yeah, dude. It's 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 nuts. And really, for, for the good content, for the Star Wars content, you only need Disney Plus. So that's the True. only one that you people who, who are listening to the show should be focusing True. on. True. Um, yeah, speaking of people but, listen to the show, uh, mm-hmm. apparently some people do. I just don't know how much they give a shit about the show after the show is over or just in general because we have a very vocal group of, of super fans, right, Nick? Mm-hmm. We do. And we do. hell, for the past year almost, we've heard nothing but these chants. Uh, they've become almost like a, 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 the angry village going after Frankenstein type of chance. Hats, 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 hats or death, right? Right? Yep. Okay. Oh, yeah. So what do we do? We spend our hard-earned money, which we don't take from our fans. It comes straight from our motherfucking pockets. We get the hats. And then last week... During a vacation for yours truly, I sit down at my computer and put on my web developer hat and spend most of Thursday and Friday building an online e-commerce store for StarWarsTime.net to put said hats on the store for said assholes to buy. (laughs) It is now Tuesday. We've sold... Three hats. Three. Three hats, and not one of them has gone to any of the angry-ass trolling motherfuckers that have spent the past year of their lives bitching about StarWarsTime.net hats. Literally. (laughs) You know who bought the hats? Klondike got a hat. He figured it out. Scion got a hat. He figured it out. Optimus Crime, he doesn't join us in the live stream. He figured it out. There we go. And, and, and here's the thing, people, you know, not not only do we have hats because you people were, you know, everything was about the hats. We also dropped a full merchandise store that has T-shirts, that has long sleeve shirts, that has zip up hoodies, that has pullover hoodies. Only one person has bought anything out of the Teespring shop <laughs> that you can get to. From Star Wars Time. Yeah, right here. I have it on the live stream. The shop page is up. Uh, Our shop page, there's more ads on it than actual stuff to buy, but that's how we roll. (laughs) There you go. You got your two options in hats. You got LXL and SM, you know, for you sickos that like that sadomasochism stuff in the bedroom. (laughs) And there is a link to the Teespring. All right. Uh, And the only person who's bought a shirt is... Spencer Barron. Yeah, okay. Thank you, Spencer. For and your that's all right. I haven't even bought a shirt yet because, I mean, let's be real. I was spending time literally adding an entire new component to the back end of the website. Yeah, that is time consuming, hard, difficult. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, WordPress different. is great. Plugins are fantastic. They are. Yeah, the, the, it does a lot of the, the heavy lifting, but th- there's still a lot of shit you got to think about, configure, punch in this, that and the other thing. I mean, I was trying to figure out, do I have to tax motherfuckers? How am I going to ship this shit? Shipping rates. It was nuts. I was sitting there. I was like, Nick, what? the fuck am i doing 
We started StarWarsTime.net to talk about Star Wars, not become goddamn clothing retailers. I'm sitting yeah. there trying to figure out what invoices should look like and what, what colors our email should be. And it was insane. I'm sitting there going, I hate fucking Greg. I hate all these assholes <laughs> for making me do these fucking hats and sell them. We actually, we, we still love you, Greg, but it's like, come on. It's been done. We built it. The hats are there. The orders are not coming in. Greg and now Greg keeps saying he's ordered hats. He has not ordered hats. <laughs> like I don't know what I don't he's know about. where you ordered them from. <laughs> but yeah, I mean now you can do. You know, if you're international, when we first launched the shop, right. We we put a stipulation in there, like, hey, send us a message, and we will fulfill the order for you. Now, if you're international, you can just go there and you can do it all yourself. Yeah, I'll, the, I'll, the sh- I'm. Thanks for bringing that up, Nick, because that that is another thing where it's just like I, I just I was seeing red doing all this shit because I left corporate IT and all that to get the fuck away from working in, in on the back end, supporting stuff, worrying about airs popping up, this, that, and the other thing. I, I install this, this motherfucking thing, right? It's like, it's like taking a hot poker up the ass nonstop, 12 hours straight. Like that's how doing back end work makes me feel. <laughs> then I get it up there and then I realize all these little logic holes with, with, with WooCommerce, people buying internationally, people buying domestically. Uh, WooCommerce no longer offers uh, uh, calculated shipping. You have to pay a fucking $100 a year fee for that. So I was trying to figure out workarounds. That's where we got into the flat rate shit, right? And then the international, I'm like, well, I don't want to jib them too bad. I don't just want to throw out a flat rate number and, and it'd be too high. So I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll just do manual invoicing. All right. And then we get it. We get an order from Canada. Optimus Crime on IG. I'm sure some of you know him. I'm like, okay, I'll get to test the uh, invoicing thing. I sit down to do that yesterday. Again, a vacation day for me. 30 fucking minutes to, <laughs> to generate a goddamn invoice for a stupid fucking hat to send to Canada to a fan. Again, I'm not angry at the fans. This is just, you guys know me. I'm my, my uh, default setting is angry. Yeah. And and I'm just sitting uh, there going like, Nick, what am I doing? What am I doing? Like I'm sitting here generating invoices. Like we're running an apparel store and not a fucking star Wars podcast. So that's why I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Love the international crowd. 20 bucks flat rate done. That, that takes the burden off of me. Now you guys can just buy it. It'll all go through PayPal. There you go. And we'll ship it out there. It may show up. It may not. Because I'm using USPS. And if you're in the country, you know what's going on with that right now. If you're not, yeah. basically it's fucked. So that's the story of the hats. And that's the story of why we have flat rate shipping. Domestic 10 bucks, international 20 It is what it is. I may lose on some. I may gain a bit on others. But trust me, I'm not making a fucking cent. Just based on the time to get this shit set up, get buy boxes, travel to the fucking store to ship it. So it is what it is. Yeah, that is something that that one. So the first people who knew about the shop were our Discord members. So if you're not in our Star Wars Time Discord, um, join that. Go to our IG, click the link tree, and then click the join us on Discord button at the bottom. <laughs> they found out about it first. Somebody asked us in there, are we making money? We're making very minimal uh, no, money. No, I, I, mean, I mean, yeah, Nick Nick was trying to be transparent, but I tell you, there is no money. Uh, yeah. We have to pay for the website to run. We have to pay for the yeah. podcast files to be hosted. I pay all that shit. 
Like every month it's, you know, 30 to $40 just to host the goddamn audio for the podcast. So there's no money being made. I'm not trying to make shit on anyone. I've told you motherfuckers from day one, I don't want to do this shit, but you guys are like, we want hats. So we got the hats. Now you got to fucking buy them. <laughs> so yeah, any, any purchase that you make the <laughs> is going to go towards paying for our hosting fees. It's, it's going to go towards paying for the goddamn hats themselves, man. Yeah. The hats <laughs> I mean, as well. Yeah, because the hats weren't free. For those of you who think that we just get these hats for free, you have to pay to get the hats made. Yeah, so. and I get it. Like I, I'm, I'm being, a, I'm being a little sarcastic. You know how I am. I like to push the buttons because you guys are a bunch of fucking trolls yourselves. But uh, it, it is what it is. That's what it is. Twenty to UK. I, I'm sorry, tones. If if forty five for a hat's too much of the UK, I understand. Don't worry about it. You, you're just supporting yeah, us coming in here. That's fine. Don't feel obligated to buy. But I can tell you right now, you go to lids lids.com and you look for a flex fit hat you're gonna spend 30 35 40 dollars just for a fitted hat all right so you know i think uh, even going to australia or, or uk or zimbabwe 45 dollars isn't that insane but again we aren't doing this for ourselves we are not doing mm-hmm. this store on starwarstime.net slash shop there you go there's the address for those of you keeping score we're not doing it to, to again to be clothing magnets. I'm not trying to be the next uh, what's his name? Uh, what's his, what's a dude's name on uh, Shark Tank? Devin or what, what the fuck? Oh, it? I don't know. Yeah, the guy that makes clothes. He did a uh, Fubu or whatever. That's not us. We are two loser Star Wars podcasters, right? That's what we do. That's right. Okay. Look at these assholes in the chat just going nonstop. I love it. They want slippers, shoes, stickers. All right. Uh, I figured this would uh, devolve quickly. So we're going to move on to our Star Wars topics here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, StarWarsTime.net. We have a shop. On the shop, you can buy the hats. Then it, you can bounce out to our tink, Teespring store to grab a hoodie, zip up, long sleeve, and a tee. Very basic at this point in time. Uh, I'm sure... If when if we feel like interest, it. if we actually do start getting orders and people are, you know, buying merchandise, stuff like that, we'll come up with other designs. But for right now, everything is logo designed. So you have the logo on either the front of the shirt or the back, depending on which one you get. And then just the simple StarWarsTime.net. And then you have the our tagline under it. There's always time for Star Wars time. You can go see them on the Teespring shop. They're available now. All of the Teespring stuff is US and EU. Um, the shipping is all done through them. Everything is done. The printing is done through Teespring. So um, U.S. and EU. Hey, look at that. It, it, uh, if you so sign up, if you give them your phone number, you can get 10% off. <laughs> and then they'll just start you texting go. you nonstop. There you oh, go. Oh, man. So we just got some bad news in. from Tone in the live stream. I, I wasn't yelling at Tone for the money, but apparently uh, uh, the old lady left him on, on Saturday. So oh, uh, Tone's is dealing with tough. some life bullshit right now. Yeah, so don't don't waste your money. Yeah, please, on please, Tone. I, I, sorry to use you as the example. I just caught that coming through in the chat, but uh, it, I I, ex- I kind of explained where we're at and why we did what we did on the flat rate uh, shipping. It just it is what it is. It makes my life easy, and, and I don't think it's uh, ultimately that big of an uh, of an ask considering to get to Australia it was going to be about nineteen twenty five. So 
Mm-hmm. I think it's as far as we got. All right. Uh, last note on the clothes or the hats, Greg. Uh, I don't think they're going to sell out, but you should definitely get your posse of four together sooner than later and place that order, my friend. Thank you. Yeah. There's 16 hats left. There's eight. Well, of they. Each they size. All, I, I know what he wants. He wants LXL. So if you really want to troll Greg, go on the store right now and buy all Just eight buy of the all. LXL. <laughs> Uh, but poor Greg's laying with his little one sick too. So uh, the live stream chat, the peanut gallery is getting kind of depressing. So I- I'm not going to yeah. look over there for a little bit. I got to get my mojo back back into the show here and start yelling. Uh, all right, dude. So let's get into the Star Wars stuff. That is what we. Oh, hey, I wasn't going to talk about this, Nick, but by chance, my tab just opened to it. This is the Star Wars leaks subreddit. Uh, I just want to show everyone, at least watching on YouTube and the live stream right now, like how silly the fortune telling scene is getting now. The the KRT guys, uh, this Jordan Mason guy, this LRM site. Look look at this shit. Okay, so here here's where it starts. It starts with a wild rumor from LRM. No animated Rebels sequel likely, but maybe a Rogue Squadron show question mark. That's a fucking title, all right? That's what we call clickbait 101. So then that that kicks off this reply. Literally a fan from the subreddit goes to this other fortune teller leaker, Jordan Mason. Hey, Jordan, this post on uh, Reddit just came through. What do you think? And he goes, I'm not sure. I heard about a Rebels fall up animation last year and still around as far as I know. I've heard about Thrawn Ezra live action, but not as a replacement. Then just to, to get in, Noah Outlaw of KRT chimes in with the animated Rebel sequel is still happening. So I think what we've stumbled upon here, Nick, is that they essentially just create content and tweets for this subreddit yeah yeah i mean one of the stories that we're going to talk about a little bit later in the show is is literally just a it's it's a tweet that says lucasfilm is interested in something that was it and then that hit that hit leaks and that was a leak that was a star wars (laughs) leak And and, and the only reason i bring this up you guys the fans are probably like hey matt why do you do this to yourself and you're right this all goes back to my Star to Wars podcast narcissism. I feel like we should be the best. I feel like everyone should just find us and listen to us naturally. I don't feel like I should have to go fucking collaborate with some of these bozos that I quite frankly think are boring as fuck. In our, in our Discord, I mean, this is how low I am, how big of a scumbag. Yeah, you got pretty low, and I was I was messaging you. I am a like, scumbag. Okay, in our Discord, I took KRT's latest live stream, like we do, and I said, "No bullshit, guys. Tell me, is this entertaining to you?" All right, and we got some feedback, and they're like, "Hey, you know, outside of like the 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 the, the, the supposed leak." It was very hard to listen to them. They're, they're, they're not exciting to listen to. All right. So what, what the fuck? I mean, what, 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 yeah. what do Star Wars fans want these days? Do they want? I, I mean, I'm going to tell you this right now. I know that some of the suggestions from our Discord members, which you should join the Discord. We use it. Uh, it yeah, it's every been day, all right. I mean, it, it, again, it's, it's relegated to the, the usual super fans, which is fine. I'm glad yeah. we at least have a, a, a tight little community of super fans. But I mean, it's active. Yeah, so some of our uh, our fans were like, oh, you guys should try to collaborate with some of these bigger sites like KRT. That's not happening. Like, I'm not reaching out to these LRM KRT douchebags just to try to get 
some freeloading followers from them. Like that is not going to happen because I don't really respect their content. That's just the the way it is. And like there, there'll probably be people who listen to this who are fans of LRM and KRT and whatever else the other ones are. But like their content is based off of either people who are actual leakers giving them information and then just spitting it onto a website and getting praise for it. Or it's them guessing. And like that's that's totally I, fine. That's right. what people want, but that that's not the type of of content that we're interested in making and collaborating with. Like, yeah, I mean, the only reason we we want to do that again is just to show their fans that we're better. Like that that's what yeah, I would it, do. It's 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 just one of those <laughs> things where it's like I I know that that Matt and I are <laughs> matt is always it's fine you don't have to lump yourself in with me i know i'm the nut job it's it's cool yeah, i i embrace Matt's crazy it. i am i am very happy with what we have done in less than two years like what what i guess the 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 separation point for me is like matt and i did star wars time for three years on entertainment buddha and we never got anywhere we got almost no traction we had very few listeners and you know but we did it because we love doing it and then we came over to Star Wars time, and in less than two years, we're averaging over 2,000 downloads per month for the year of 2020. We've gotten over 6,000 followers on our Instagram page, and we actually have enough people to wear like, hey, if we sell four hats, that's way more than we would have ever sold before <laughs> anywhere, you know? So like... Our, and, and we're growing. We're continuing to I know, grow I month know. over month. I just, so like, I mean, you go to a KRT live stream and we're talking like thousands of views. You go to a Star Wars time live stream, we're talking 20s of views. Like literally, yeah. by the time this, this stream's over, we might have 30 fucking views. And that shit to me, it's it's a little defeating because you go after all these years, we really like no one's we've we haven't caught on more than 30 fucking people. We must really blow. And that's how I take it. <laughs> I also think that like we just started doing live streams. <laughs> We're getting and, and like, you know, people listen to us on podcast form. People, you know that our, our, our main sources of listens are through Spotify, Pandora. And I mean, honestly, Pandora platforms. is what got us into the thousands per month it's odd yeah. it's like once we went there there's a noticeable jump the sad thing is when we had that big month and then it just crashed and if you're like you're in tv or radio you'd go oh <laughs> well yeah yeah a lot of people heard you for the first time but then they uh, chose never to come back it's like all hey, right i'm i'm yeah <laughs> but look I am not going to compromise the integrity of our content <laughs> just to say like, hey, let's let's be like LRM online. If we get it's an actual even, source where we can right. get information and leaks, then that's fine. We can do it. But I'm not going to like. I, I know what you mean, but I, I do think in the discord that they are right. Like, I mean, just to just the exposure, just like, hey, we go on that show. Maybe we go on a show. and We just fucking make fun of them and they they, they stop the show. But even yeah, that they act, won't even post it, though. Even, yeah. But even that act live, you could you could grab enough people to be like, oh, wow, that was kind of interesting. I'm going to go see what the fuck's going on over at that shit show. Um, you just never know. But I, I think we could officially say that. We are never going to organically catch fire. I think that's been proven at this point. It just ain't happening, buddy. Uh, oh, no. I mean, it, it, like, it's hard for anything to organically uh, catch I fire. I mean, like, those people didn't organically catch fire. 
they got they caught fire because of Star Wars leaks. Reddit. No, no, no. I I know exactly how they got their juice. Uh, that Corey guy used to work. A pre- I'm almost positive. So I mean, don't don't quote me here. I could be full of shit. Uh, I, I'm almost positive he was linked up with Jason over at MSW. Oh yeah, one of them was. Uh, it was sure. a Corey yeah. guy, and even even the Noah guy, he was doing like his own show. And and remember, I this goes way back, but it, MSW was promoting his stuff. So. I mean, that's where they got their their initial juice, and that's probably where they're getting their sources. But hey, whatever. We're, I'm done bitching about it here. Uh, Ola from New Braunfels, Nick K Dub thirty eight. Do you know that person? Uh, New Braunfels is close to Austin, but I don't Check it. think I know K Dub thirty eight. I think bringing more no. guests on the show might bring more track. No, that you you are a hundred percent right yeah, on that. Yeah. Like guests is the guest thing accurate. is just me being a fucking lazy douche, really. Yeah, uh, I mean, we already have some. I mean, we we have some people lined up for for guest spots in terms of toy photographers. So we know that that um, we that were supposed Jesse, to have fucking Latif on. Latif is the number one oh, yeah. Mando stunt double. Like he, he's the, he was the black guy with dredge. You would have saw mm-hmm. in that gallery series on Disney plus. Yes. Uh, but that, that's kind of gone nowhere as of right now. So I might, I might poke that bear again, but uh, yeah, I mean, I have we'll a direct contact to him. Uh, my buddy knows him well, so I just got to grease his yeah. wheels. Well, I mean, we also got to get your buddy yeah, on here. I mean, we he, get he would Eric be fun because I think by the end of it, him and I would probably just start fucking fighting each other uh, <laughs> over over st- opinions and whatnot. That would be entertaining content, at least though. And then we also have toy photographers like Everything Kylo. Yeah, Jesse I just I, I feel like so many people have jumped on that bandwagon. It's like I did the Sir Dork thing, and then all these other accounts started interviewing toy photographers there's people doing features now there's people going on youtube talking about other people's toy photography which is great have mm-hmm. at it the more exposure for us the better but i i kind of felt like eh, they've kind of robbed our thunder there but no i want to get back to it because I, I don't we don't really just interview them about photography uh, we interview them i have a script i follow as a, as a human being right as, as star, with a star wars spin to it like, yeah. what got you into it? What was your movie? Favorite this? What do you hate? This, that, and the other thing. So uh, there's plenty of people that I just need to line up and do. Uh, we need to figure out if we're going to do the interviews with Nick or if I just always do the interviews. Uh, yeah, interviewing so with three people gets odd. Of, I mean, yeah. it would almost have to be like the Stern Show where Nick is, I'm Howard, Nick's the I'm Robin. Like Robin. <laughs> and And I would do most of the interview and talking and you might hear from Nick here and there. And I don't want to just have Nick sitting there like do 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 so it's, yeah. it's a lot of I weird mean, shit. I overthink stuff way too much. <laughs> uh, but if we want more, if, if the fans are looking for more guests, uh, more uh, interview cast, and uh, I can put a little more. Uh, uh, I mean, for those of you interested in interviews, we did have the interview with Dominic Pace, who was an extra in Mando season one. Right. Um, few. I mean, this is, you know, a while this back, back in November, November 2019. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think our last interview was work more or less. Uh, we, was, yeah, we did Jason, it in uh, uh, an January excellent. or February, right before the world went to hell. Mm-hmm. And that fucked shit up too. Cause we had everything Kylo lined up, uh, yep. Jason B. Michael, Rebel Jawa. And then I just say, like, Hey, fuck it. So we'll see. <laughs> We're working on it, yeah. but yeah, we'll get to it. And we probably should get to our topics. Cause we, this is probably gonna be like a five hour show now because <laughs> we just had a 30 minute fucking random tangent on nothing. 
literally yeah. nothing. Yeah. And hey, by the way, we don't have that many topics. Yeah, I, Again, I, I this still, is... I still am sleeping in a tent. I've been sleeping in a tent since August seventh, <laughs> and I'm going to continue it because it's the only thing that makes me feel like I'm on a break. Because I've been on yeah. a, I'm, a, I'm in week two of my three week in in between semester break, and for some reason, sleeping outside my tent at night makes me feel like I'm on a vacation of some there sort. There we go. My uh, my life update is well. One, my birthday's tomorrow. I'm gonna be 32. Hey, um, there he's we go. He's catching so up. My, he's catching up. I'm I'm getting closer to Matt, little bit by little bit. But um, so my birthday's tomorrow. I don't really have any plans. Like Taylor, my girlfriend, who's also guested on the podcast, it keeps poking me. She's like, "Well, what do you want to do? You don't want to do anything?" I was like, "I mean, like, what can we do? Like, it's quarantine. You can't really go out. Can't do anything." I was like, look, good, good we'll job, just, Nick. You know, You're not an idiot. Yeah, I was like, we'll just have a dinner, you know, we'll we'll we'll, you know, watch a movie. I was like, I don't really care. I'm not really, you know, all that. Do you that think she's going to get you a handgun? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> well, she did get me. She did get me um some some cool stuff. A Bernelli so pump got, action shotgun, pistol grip? Not not one of those. No. no. So she got me <laughs> Um, a pair of Star Wars stance socks. If you know stance socks, these are like $25 socks, which sounds insane. Are those the ones that are popping up on our Instagram feed, like the ads? I think they're similar. Okay. I don't know. And are you the, the one that, that keeps on going feed. and looking at the reels of girls dancing and they keep showing up in our feed? That might be, yeah, okay. that's us. Right. That's me for sure. <laughs> it, so, one of us has but, uh, an obsession with Daisy Ridley too, because anytime I go and explore, uh, our explorer is almost Daisy Ridley, toy photography, Star Wars art, and then girls' tits. I think the girls boobs thing is just because that is what a majority of all Instagram content is. Wait, well, you know when IG went feed. the reels now, I mean, literally the first big block in the reel in Explore is a reel and nine out of 10 times it's a girl looking sexy. It's like, there we go. that's all social media really is. That's all TikTok oh, yeah. is. It's Instagram. It's, it's girls looking good. So, <laughs> so she got me a pair of Star Wars socks. She got me Happy Gilmore socks. So if you guys ever hey, saw yeah. that uh, that Adam Sandler movie Happy Gilmore, it's a pair. It's a pair of socks that says it's all in the hips and it's got a bunch of stuff from the movie in it. She got it's all in the hips. Hey, Dungeons look at that, guys! You know what that's all about. That she's she's giving him a wink, wink. She's saying he, she <laughs> yeah, likes how oh, yeah. he thrusts, like like the hip action. <laughs> um, she it's got me in in a card hips. expansion to this game that we play called exploding or uh unstable unicorns which is kind of like exploding kittens if you've ever played that it's a similar game and then she got me a dungeons and dragons book uh because i'm i'm into that i don't play the game but i find it interesting i used to play a couple of years back with some of my friends oh, if so. i knew that i could i literally my dad sent me like one of his trash halls uh, uh, D books from like the 80s Oh, wow. Like old so school. Like, yeah, going way back. Yeah, like I guess it's like the what they call where you, it has like the rules and what you can do, the campaign mm-hmm. books. Players' or, handbooks. Yeah, and something stuff. like that. Yeah. And then the DM guides. And then uh, also, just quick update I have continued my KOTOR playthrough. I'm now finished with Manon. I have now unlocked all of the star maps. So I'm getting to the end game. I'm getting to well, good towards for the you. end of the game. I, I can't. I, I, I've. Uh, I'm so hooked on ghosts. And did you see the news? Uh, Ghost of Tsushima, they're, they're releasing a, a free multiplayer upgrade later this year that's going to allow you, I believe, two players to do the full campaign or four players to do like some new survival mode. Uh, I okay. think that's fucking fantastic. Because, I mean, th- yeah, this I game. Mean, I, I have it. 
I just have to play it. Ghosts is what Jedi Fallen Order should have been. I believe we talked about this last week. I'm mm-hmm. sure we'll talk about it again during our video game segment, but I love this game. I mean, it's fun to play in 10 minute uh, burst or two or three hours. It just, yep. it never gets old. So uh, let's, should we get into some topics? Yeah, let's or, find. Or I mean, just we're want to yent it up the for the show. rest we of the show. Get here. Into some <laughs> we're just sitting here bullshitting. I'm about to just go get a beer and sit here and keep shooting the shit. Uh, Everybody has already left the live stream. Yeah, it, it's gone. The, 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 the podcast the are like, what the fuck <laughs> are these assholes talking about? I can like, literally see tumbleweeds in the live chat. Like they, they've all tuned <laughs> out. They, uh, some of them have slit their own wrists, but yeah. uh, we have that effect on some people. But uh, thanks for the comments from a few of you. We, we Again, I like Tinkerbell. I need I, I need uh, uh, affirmation here. Apollo Ape has said uh, he loves us because we keep it real and he only listens to Joe Rogan and the SWTS, so I, I take Very that as a uh, as a win. Except Joe Rogan the just got paid forty million dollars or whatever on Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> it, so you listen to the most uh, listened to podcasts on the planet and the least listened to podcasts on the planet. You're covering all spectrums uh, there, Paul. That's uh, a good call. <laughs> all right, man. Well, we didn't get our forty million dollar payday from Spotify when we joined up, but we are on Spotify and we are here to talk about this thing called Star Wars, I guess. So uh, let's get into topic one here, which is, and I've seen some people in the chat they, they're getting little chubbies over this, but we finally got the glamour shots for the um, mm. Rebel Snowspeeder Hoth pilot Luke. I, that, I, that's not the proper term, but fuck it, who gives a shit? Uh, but it's it's Luke from ESB as he's about to roll out in his snow speeder coming from Hot Toys. Uh, it's priced at two sixty five. You can pre order now. You know my happy ass has already sprung down my NRD. I've got the payment plan in pay in place. Is anyone out there? Are you guys all payment planners with when it comes to sideshow and Hot Toys? Are you are your dicks big enough? You just plop down the full <laughs> price. You never know. I like to do the layaway stuff. Uh, kind of hedge my bets on how much toys I'm going to spend in a month. Uh, but he's out there. You can pre-order now. But we, we got some of the glamour shots, Nick. So uh, before, during the Comic-Con at home, we really just saw him. I think he was all decked out in his pilot outfit with the helmet on. But now we got a few shots where uh, we can see some of the accessories. We can see the, the head sculpt more clear. Dude, that head sculpt is nuts. It's so good. This might be the best head sculpt see, I, I've I ever wish, seen. I wish 1-6 Shooter was on here because uh, he's one 1-6 Shooter is kind of like me with Star Wars podcasts and stuff when it comes to toys. He's very critical of stuff. And it's good. I mean, he's a pro. I mean, he's got that critic eye. But uh, I believe he was the one I saw when this was released saying that he's not a fan of of the hair sculpt. Okay, of the the hair hair. itself. Okay. I I mean, I can see it. I can see hair has to be just so difficult to do, though, in terms of, you know, a head sculpt. Because it's it's how do you get hair to look natural? When you're literally making it out of a block of plastic. Yeah, I mean, it's just really just some some dude or girl etching lines into this shit. Yeah. I mean, like, I think that the style is close. I think it's really fucking close to what he actually wears in the movie. But, like, in terms of his actual face, like, the wrinkles on the side of his cheeks. Like, you can even see, like, the pores in yeah, his yeah, face. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Dude, that's, like, that's Hot Toys, though. I mean, that's why you spend 265 fucking dollars for a 12-inch Star Wars Barbie. I mean, they they yeah. are little pieces of art, and that's why I, I've shifted a lot of my uh, collecting funds to this line. Because they're, 
I mean, I'm sure 10 years from now, I'm going to look down in my basement. I have $8,000 worth of uh, glass shelving in this stuff. And I'm gonna be like, what the fuck did I do? I may feel like I do now with my Funko Pops where I, I can't even walk into that room without just going like, like what was my fucking malfunction with these pops, dude? I like them. They look cool. But did you really need to buy 700 plus? Probably not. Um, well, no. But uh, more on this, Luke, Nick. So. Uh, let's get to the accessories. There we go. Um, this is one of the new hot toys where it, it's the magnetic head, meaning you can actually plop. <laughs> he's he essentially is going to have like a toupee where okay. you'll be able to plop that hair off and put his uh, flight cap on, put the helmet there on. Uh, so there you go. Trevor, you can just take his hair <laughs> off. Just, you can just never. Yeah, just keep him in in, in like the, the, the penis flight cap thing the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you get some ungloved hands, glove hands, two blades, light up blade, his grappling hook, blaster, uh, and his uh, thermal detonator, whatever he throws up into the at at. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just I, I love this version of Luke. I only have one Luke hot toy at this point. Uh, that's a lie. I have like fucking eight. I have old man Luke, <laughs> two old man Lukes, the Luke one is everyone completely hates. Destroyed. Uh, T- I have both TLJ Lukes. <laughs> and uh jedi luke Uh, so this one like i said definitely added it i'm hoping hot toys does something with uh farm boy luke because that is one i missed out on early i'd love to get that back Uh, but this guy's out there now uh rebel snow speeder luke skywalker from hot toys 265 grab him from sideshow do the layaway like me and joe it's the way to do it you don't feel as bad taking money from your family when you lay it away okay awesome Okay, dude, uh, I wish Spencer was on the live chat because he's another one that had an odd reaction to our next story here. And that's the fact that there is going to be a brand new Star Wars holiday special coming to Disney Plus this November. But it's not going to be kind of janky live action looking like the original was from what was that? 78. Yes. Um, this one will be done in full on Lego animation. It's going to have that Lego humor. And uh, just based on the write up, if you're someone like me that has been a huge fan of the Lego Star Wars animated properties, there's uh, the Freemaker Free Adventures, Maker. there's the Droids Tales, Yoda Chronicles. Mm-hmm. Dude. All Stars. Yeah. Yoda Chronicles and Droids Tales are some of the funniest ass fucking parodies of Star Wars from Star Wars. It, it is hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they make Vader look like the dumbest idiot. C-3PO's always getting trolled. Palpatine's like your, you know, your 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 textbook villain. Like, ha ha ha! It just, it's yeah. great stuff. So I was like, hey, fuck yeah! I'll take more Lego animation Star Wars, especially it's going to be brand new. Uh, this one's going to be set after the events of Tross, so naturally this is a Disney thing. They're going to latch onto their creation. Uh, so mm-hmm. the vehicle is going to be Ray and BB-8, and okay. essentially, Nick, what you're going to get here is a 45-minute time-traveling adventure throughout the the Star Wars saga. So that's kind of their workaround to to get back to the earlier movies with Rey and BB-8. You know, Obi-Wan Kenobi and Yoda and some of the older people in it. Yeah, so uh, the writer said it's going to be influenced by It's a Wonderful Life, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, and Christmas Vacation. I don't know about you, but that sounds like a good little mix of of movies. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean... Just to have, I mean, like, I want to see what they can do with these set, of, with this set of characters to to actually make it feel like those classic movies. I mean, Christmas Vacation is hilarious. It's one of the best. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. one of the fucking best. <laughs> when they're sitting around the table, and, and was it Frank or 
he's like, hey, can you do the, uh, you know, say grace? And he's like, grace, they want you to say grace. And she stands up and she goes, I pledge allegiance to the flag. Of, you know, and then everyone else just stands up and joins in with it. Or the opening when they're on those saucers and he puts that extra slicky stuff on and they burn their ass. Wow. Uh, Dude, all, all of the like the vacation <laughs> films, all of these classic like you oh, know his brothers, family, his brothers based, dumping the know. sewage down the drain. It's all growing green, green and shit. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dude it's I, and like i can like i don't know what spencer's reaction was but like I, for me i would rather have this style of holiday special than another attempt at a live action one because one i mean first off it's impossible to do a live action one at this I, I point think All what, of the, I, and nick I, I know i think i don't know if we talked about this before but john favreau went on record and said i want oh, yeah. to do a holiday special and i think that's what was spencer's angle is like hearing favreau wants to do one and then this is what we ultimately got i think that was kind of his letdown but i'm telling you this this was probably in development before favreau even came out and said he wanted to do one i would imagine like uh, you know if, if it's coming out november 17th you pr- you need more than three months to build out an entire animated special Right. So, um, yeah, th- this has been in the works. I mean, especially it's going to be 45 minutes. And we got a question from the peanut gallery. I wonder who's going to do the voices. And I believe in the write up, uh, they did tease that some of the cast would be coming back. And yeah. knowing who's done it before, it's p- probably Oscar for sure. <laughs> He's yeah, always I mean, down Oscar for payday. Oscar was involved. I mean, Gwendolyn Christie also did the. Yeah, they, they both voice. did it for resistance. Yeah, for resistance. Yep. I mean,. I think it would be really cool if Mark came back, but I don't know if he would. No way. Like, no I way. just don't know if he's interested. Nah. Frank Oz is probably going to be Yoda again, because Frank Oz always voices Yoda. We know that, that um, you know, Ewan is going to be there. Ewan's playing Kenobi in the series, so... Yeah, they might be able to tap him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just have a few lines there. Junis would definitely, you know, do the... Well, I mean... Who does the Wookiee growls, though? Because Junis didn't do the voice. Uh, who knows, man? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It if seems it, like anyone point, that plays just... Baca can, can do a good Baca. Yeah, but I can, doubt they that they're the of... ones on set going like... <laughs> yeah, I think, I think the Chewbacca noise now is completely like done digitally. I don't think there is an actual... I don't know if there's a voice actor who does it anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Um, I, I, you, got, you got Klondike over here in the live chat just throwing out quotes from Christmas Vacation. <laughs> Shitter's full! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I, I do think this is going to be fun. Like I said, if, you, if you've never checked out a, a Lego Star Wars, like one of the official ones, uh, I believe a good chunk of them are on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Um, sadly, I don't think the Yoda Chronicles are on there, but you do still get some of the good ones where it's, you know, Vader and Luke and just some just pure shenanigans in cheeky Lego form. Uh, but just kind of a recap of what we're going to get with this uh, Lego... Uh, the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special, which is going to hit Disney Plus on November 17th. So uh, the gist of it here, Ray and droid pal BB-8 head off on a quest to gain a deeper knowledge of the Force, but their visit to a mysterious Jedi temple sends them careening through time and space. Ray interacts with Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Yoda, and other characters in some of the franchise's most beloved moments as they try to return in time for a life day feast with her friends on Chewbacca's Wookiee homeworld of Kashyyyk. 
See, so you're getting a familiar setting. You're going to be on Kashyyyk again because that's where the original one was. And, and you get to visit these classic characters. So um, I'm a fan. I mean, it's an easy way for them to do something fun, something that chill. Like, I bet Charlie is going to love this. Like, I, I don't know, man. She just told me <laughs> here's this is just the beauties of watching a little lady grow up. But uh, she just recently kind of had a, a heart to heart for her. She's like, you know, daddy. I still like Star Wars, but just not as much as you anymore. And I was like, oh, 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 oh. oversaturated. Oh, it's like, oh, no, I'm losing her to Barbie and all this stuff. Uh, I will tell you, bit. she is a tent buddy, too. She likes sleeping in the tent. It's basically yeah. just down to her and I. Uh, Heather's <laughs> like, fuck you, man. We bought a house for a reason. Yeah, like, oh, it's yeah. like I have a bed. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're well, we got air mattresses out. Dude, I got air, two air mattresses, a table. Uh, a TV, a flat screen TV, a sound bar, and a fan with Wi-Fi. So uh, we're, we're glamping at best. Yeah. Uh, but you know, kind of off topic here. You know, she's not loving Star Wars as much as she used to. But I, I'm not gonna lie, she's got me into the show on Netflix Kids called Miraculous uh, about Ladybug and Cat Noir. It's just like it's like a <laughs> French anime. And every episode's essentially the exact same thing. I mean, it's a Miller time show. I mean, they literally do the same shit. They get suited up kind of like a Voltron moment every episode. She catches these Akumas and swings her yo-yo around and says, D-Evil Eyes every episode. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So welcome to the Miraculous show. (laughs) That's going to be the next version of the Star Wars time show. Miraculous. Miraculous. Uh, anyways. Once once Disney officially kills Star Wars, Matt and I have to do something. Yeah, so, so that's uh, going to be miraculous our miraculous time. Uh, dude, I'm not going to fucking lie. Uh, we we watched the whole series and when it when it hit the end, I was like, "Whoa, wait. Whoa, whoa. When's it, season 2?" Whoa, hold on. Is this a season finale or Caesar series finale? Cuz this if this is a series finale, this doesn't sit well with me. <laughs> and I actually went on Google and looked and saw that they got two more seasons planned. So I was like, "Whoa, okay." Because right, I, I got to find stuff. out if, if Marionette and Adrian ever do fall in love. I mean, I'm just, it's like a Ross and Rachel thing for me all over again, but in cartoon form. Uh, so uh, just to wrap up the Lego Star Wars holiday special, uh, I think it's going to be fun. Uh, they, they made a big deal that you're going to get to see Ray interact with a younger, more cockier farm boy Luke, which should provide some interesting... Uh, uh, exchanges considering the Luke Skywalker she knows and the one that trained him versus the younger Luke where he was a little more brash and ready to just go, you know, light the galaxy on fire. So uh, yeah. November 17, Disney Plus, we're getting a new holiday special. All right. Hey, we got uh, Papa P in there cutting the grass. List of Star Wars time show. That's a perfect thing to do while listening nice. to our nonsense. Uh, all right man so we've been bitching not bitching just kind of lamenting the fact that the star wars comic scene dried up due to covid uh but uh was it three or three or four weeks ago they're like hey fuck it the u.s has more infections than ever let's just go ahead and get back to business as usual so we got the comics are out there uh and they're releasing on a weekly basis at this point i I might get a break this week i don't know uh, but I'd imagine Star Wars number six is probably coming. But last week we did get Darth Vader number four, 2020, continuing the adventures of one angry ass Sith Lord, who again is trying to hunt down those who he feels made his son Luke a pussy. Um, 
So you know the how we do it. Three was very very tension filled. Yeah, it was. Uh, we, we learned in, in in episode three that Sabe knew all along that Vader probably mm-hmm. had a hand in killing Padme, which he did. Uh, but they still think that Vader is a different person than Anakin, and they Anakin Skywalker is essentially a god to these uh, Nabooians now who call themselves Amidalans. Uh, they've become cultists for for yeah. the former queen of Naboo. I mean, that's the best way to describe them. So anyways, as we left issue three, they were calling down a Sando Aqua monster right onto Vader. So this is where uh, issue four picks up. I, I wouldn't say we got a ton of new canon, but we did get obviously some amazing Darth Vader fighting action uh, in addition to an Easter egg here and there. And again, some new canon uh, with someone from TPM. Uh, made a reappearance and also expressed his love for Anakin too. So uh, getting into it, really, the, the first thing, the opening few pages are everything we always talk about why we have hard-ons for Darth Vader. <laughs> I mean, you guys remember the, the Sando Aqua Monster is the big fucking thing yeah. that literally grabs the other, the colo fish, rips it in half, you know, eats it like a, a Slim Jim and just casually walks by like, hey, see you later. I mean, he looks like a kaiju, like Godzilla, but probably 10 times bigger. Yep. This motherfucker is coming down to Vader. Vader almost looks like a little ant compared to it. So what does Vader do? Oh, well, he gets sucked up in his mouth, cuts his way out, and just beats <laughs> the living fucking shit out of it. There we go. And we yeah, learn I mean, that makes sense. The best way to kill... A monster of that size is from the inside, so you have to get eaten and then just slice your fucking yeah. way out with your lightsaber. And the best part is, we learned from he's he's traveling with this droid that's essentially like a it's an investigative droid, so it knows a bunch of stats and analytics. And it's like, hey, Vader, do you know that there is no record of anything in the galaxy killing a Sando a Sando Aqua Monster outside of another Sando Aqua Monster? So you are the first. <laughs> other being in all of the star wars galaxy to kill one of these and by the way you did it yourself and also by the way that thing was 928 years old so you probably just sped up the extinction of their race yeah that's Uh, (laughs) not very nice you know uh uh, so uh, I, I, it's just it's so Vader. I mean, they can do that easily in a comic because you don't have to spend the money to do those visuals and the special effects. But my God, I, I mean, the guy essentially fought a, a, a mega sized Godzilla by himself and killed it within about three minutes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like literally the only living being in the entire galaxy to ever do that. Like, yeah, that's, so that was, that's I, pretty, I mean, that's just, yeah. that's just fun stuff. I mean, that's like, you know, jerk off lore, but it is lore nonetheless. Hey, one six shooter is in here. He wasn't in here when we needed him. Damn it. Hey, Trevor, how's it going? Uh, anyways, just talked about the Hoth pilot, Luke. Hot right. Toys, and how you so. didn't like his hair. So leave a comment in there why you didn't like his hair. But anyways, back to our comics. So in terms of the, what we got here in canon wise and, and the tease that I had early on, Guess who Vader runs into after dispatching of the Sando Aqua Monster? It's someone. I mean, there's only a few people on Naboo, okay. so how, who else could None it be? None other than Hot Shot Ace pilot Rick Ole. Remember Rick? Rick's the guy that yes. was driving the Queen Starfighter in Episode One. He mm-hmm. was teaching a ten-year-old how to fly it. He was teaching him about the you know the pitch and yaw and this and that, and he was amazed yep. at Anakin's knowledge. And I mean, technically, him and Anakin—well, really, just Anakin. <laughs> there you go, tones. 
They took down the uh, Trade Federation uh, uh, droid ship there that was yep. blockading Naboo. So Rick had a thing for Anakin. Therefore, he had a thing for uh, Padme. He is an Amidalan. So Vader shows up. There's a bunch of people standing behind Rick, and Rick's like, yo, motherfucker, for the queen! So what do you think happens? I'm pretty sure Vader probably kills him. Uh, well, Vader kills everybody... But Rick and they did, oh, they do okay. it in an interesting way, Nick, because you're right. You, you think they kill him. OK, he impales him through the back and you're like, oh, well, OK, he's dead. But as yeah, as as Rick is, you know, feeling the pain of getting stabbed by the Dark Lord of the Sith, he's going for for uh, Anakin. And you find out later Vader didn't kill him. And so okay. far, Vader has not killed any of these Amidalans that he knew as Anakin Skywalker. Oh, wow. It's a, it's a very interesting thing that's happening. And it continues in this issue because once he gets past Rick's forces, he makes it to the tomb of Padme herself. Like literally mm -hmm. where Padme was laid to rest after he murdered her. And who do you think confronts him there? I mean, who's left? The on? rest of the handmaidens. Sabe, okay, so all of her, yep. all of Sabe's her other... got them all gathered up. It's like a reunion tour. They're hanging out. They look like the Golden Girls now, but they're ready to fight, right? They're ready to protect the honor of their queen. And again, Anakin Skywalker. Anakin is just as as lofty in their mind as Padme. They're they're essentially deities to them, demigods. Yeah. And Vader's like, listen, motherfuckers. And again, here's another sign that there's something with these people. That he knew through Padme as a 10-year-old that is, is preventing him from just being Vader. Because he says, listen, ladies, get the <laughs> fuck out of the way or it's not going to end well for you. Of course, they're like, fuck you. Right? And he does his thing. I mean, literally, all five of them, they're, they're trying to chop him up. He's like, okay, enough's enough. Just force chokes all five at once. Got them all hanging up there. Like, shut the fuck up. Leave me alone. Still. Not, does not kill no, them. No, still not dead. And just okay. chucks him, just chucks him out of the way because he sees something that <laughs> caught his eye. Oh. But Nick, as he is, as they're attacking him, he has a flashback for each specific one that goes to a movie moment when he would have saw them. And it, yeah. it is like, it's like these people on the boo and just hearing them talk about Anakin and how much they love him and how much they think he, you know, they revere him. It's almost like a little bit of Anakin is, is, is pulling Vader back a bit. He still yeah, has that ability I mean, to be like, hey, this is chill like out 30, 30 plus years. You know, well, this is ESB timeline. So this is 30, it, yeah, it's post it's post Empire Strikes Back. Down. It's right after Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, I just found it. I mean, I found it unique. And it's like I think they're the writers. They're doing it on purpose because, like I said, he'll look at them in the real time and then you'll get a, a red tinted vision of the past. And that's how, you know, that's like when Anakin is coming to the forefront of Vader's psyche. Uh, yeah. And then it ends with him rolling up and finding the Japur snippet. The little, and that's when pendant. It's another just great. And it, you, you have to see it because they do it through visuals. But he, he reflects on like, Hey, you know, all the good stuff he used to do for Padme, making her that necklace. But now he's reflecting on it like, but look what I've done for you now. And it goes back and it shows you the scorched earth. He's already laid just on that boo to find her tomb. So you can tell inside he's so twisty. He's like, 
I used to, you know, I loved you and I did all this for you. And now look at me. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing in your name. I'm fucking killing people. We used to know I'm killing yeah. your own, your own people on the boo. Your followers. Yeah. You know, it's, it's fucked up. And I mean, this, this run is very interesting because this is leading up until that moment where in ROTJ, you know, Luke tells him, like, I know that there's still good in you. So yes, with these 100%. scenes that you're describing, like, you're seeing it come out. You're seeing little by little Anakin is still there. Uh-huh. And this is like, I mean, it's when you contrast like a character of Vader to a Maul. They're well, so, there is no good. They're so different. Like, Maul was, Maul was evil, 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 evil. Yeah. I mean, even before, I mean, like he was taken at a very young age by by Palpatine and, and tortured and groomed to be his apprentice. And even before, but even before that, like he was grew up on Dathmir and that planet in the Night Sisters, the Night Brothers, they're they're all just very. Well, they're all fucked up. Say, it's like, yeah, they're, they're, they're all nuts. fucked up. It's like a warrior, warrior voodoo culture. Yeah, so there there was never a an Anakin Skywalker type of character right. inside of Maul that like the goodness could come out. Like he was evil to the bone. And you know, in in retrospect, it probably he probably would have uh served Palpatine better than than Vader ultimately did at the end of ROTJ because he didn't have that that well, I mean, honestly, ultimate that's, weakness. That's why Palpatine had plans to scrap him cuz he knew that he knew Deep down, that Maul was so evil, he was going to do what he did. I mean, he was going to try to fulfill the Sith prophecy, exactly, of eventually overtaking him. Whereas he knew, well, Vader in his, especially in his state of fully robotic, was would never be able to accomplish. Yeah, and he was fucked up in the head. Like, I mean, he knew he had Anakin so fucked up and twisted through all those years of of feeding them half truths and bullshit. I mean, he, he had this guy uh, lock, stock, and barrel. Uh, but I, this, these issues, I mean, yeah, you, it opens with Vader just being a boss and fucking murdering stuff left and right. But there's these little moments where you're like, yes, Anakin is still trying to fight through it. It's not like he's trying to stop. He's trying to temper it. It's just disappointment mm-hmm. in himself. He he can't stop himself from being Vader. He can't stop himself from committing atrocities. But it it, it pains him to know who he is now, and yeah. and he's dealing with that nonstop. And and Nick Nick was spot on. Luke could sense that, unlike anyone else. Even Palpatine, he sort of was like, "Hey, hey, Vader, make sure your shit's not conflicted with your kid, right?" Like. You, you know, we're still on the up and up. You're, you're going to get him and bring him to me or you're going to fucking kill him. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, Vader, Anakin, as we're finding out through these comics, was always there, was always feeling guilty, was always feeling horrible about what Vader was doing. So, yeah. Uh, and I mean, like, also to see that it had to be difficult for him as Vader to see the reverence that people held. Yeah, Anakin 100%. In. And that's why I think he has... He didn't kill Rick. He, yeah. he hasn't killed uh, Typho and them. He hasn't killed any of the handmaidens that are trying to kill him. It, it is because it, it's just a reminder of, of who he used to be and, and what he could have been 
if he didn't, you know, punk out and take the uh, escape hatch when Palpatine offered it to him. So yeah. uh, good stuff on the Vader comics. Uh, I'll keep covering even no one gives a shit, but I like talking mm-hmm. about on the show. So it's going to make it to StarWarsTime.net and our YouTube channel. Yes, we're on YouTube. That's where we're doing these dumbass live streams. All right, buddy, uh, I'll kind of let you run with this one because uh, you yes. covered it. But this was a big uh, topic, at least in Star Wars fandom last week. Uh, I believe a former developer got out there and did an interview about uh, we've all heard about Visceral's game. Was this was this the Amy Henning one? This was the Amy Henning okay. game. So, so go ahead. Uh, Nick. Uh, we, basically, we, it's just going to make you angrier than you probably were already <laughs> angry. I'll just tease it. We, we were getting uncharted Star Wars until this. Yeah, so Amy Hennig, the creator of the Uncharted games before leaving Naughty Dog. Um, and if you've kind of tracked EA Star Wars from the moment that EA bought the license in 2014, 15, or EA was gifted the license to now, you know that she was head of the studio at Visceral that was building out a, st- a single player narrative based Star Wars game experience. Um, and we also know that that project has since been uh, cut. Amy Hennig no longer works for EA and Visceral has been shuttered as a studio completely. Um, so one of the developers that was working on this, this game, it was called Project Ragtag at the time, uh, was named Zach Mumbach and he no longer works for EA as well. And he did an interview um, with a couple of outlets talking about his time there and exactly what happened with this game that a lot of people were really excited about. Um, and he think and and basically what he thinks happens is that EA nuked this game because right at the time where development was you know was churning on Project Ragtag is when battle royale games happened. So games like Fortnite and PUBG and all these well, different I mean, like, like if we want to get what was it H1Z1 was the yeah, original battle royale king of the hill it, it yeah, never really it, took off then PUBG was the first one to really kind of get viral yeah, that, and then Fortnite just came in and, and jizzed on everybody and yeah, they're all dead and it's just a Fortnite world at this point yeah I mean and, and from <clears> there every Call of Duty that's released since yeah. has had a battle oh, yeah. royale uh-huh. mode um, even Battlefield is doing battle royale modes as well. So what happened? Um, this is Zach Mumbach's um, quote on this. He says, "I think even the company saw that you guys are eventually going to make a crazy good game. I think that at that time when we got shut down, Patrick Sutherland kept talking about PUBG and these new experiences and future experiences. Uh, they even sent a press release saying no one cares about single player anymore. They just didn't <laughs> feel like there was a ceiling." on the single player game experience. Uh, that is so fucking hard to hear as a Star Wars fan who knows who I mean like in my mind I know that EA is just a a soulless publisher that is only concerned about making course. profits. But like to hear that they literally told one of the best game creators of all time and Amy Hennig, I mean like Uncharted is one of the best single player game experiences you can play, but all, all of those games that, that nobody cares about single player anymore. It's just soul crushing as a Star Wars fan. Yeah, I mean, because that was just a, a nice way of saying we can't make a shit ton of money on single player games because yeah. it's basically one one sale and you're done. Yeah, so that you can't make it. Get, you can't make a single yeah, player we can't game nickel dime service. you on cosmetic bullshit. 
Exactly. So eventually what happened is they started pulling off Visceral developers and sending them to DICE to work on Battlefront 2. <laughs> and that's why Battlefront 2 has had the run that it's had. Right. Because they saw more value in that game and in, in building it not exactly as a Battle Royale game like Fortnite or PUBG, but as this massive multiplayer experience where you can nickel and dime people, where you can, you know release new cosmetics like you were saying or release right. I mean, that's all that's map. all here's fortnite new... is right nick it's it's, it's you can't it's, really make yourself better you can just make yourself look different look or dance different. different exactly yeah you they they now have like season passes that you can buy and then they, there's cosmetics and that's it and and that is essentially what what made ea decide that single player gaming was dead and and that's what made them shutter visceral and project ragtag and 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 basically kill what could have been the best single player Star Wars storytelling experience since the Force Unleashed, which is released over 10 years right. ago. At this and point. it's like, you know, what we were saying earlier, and this is a tease. We'd be talking about a gaming topic. And here we are. And, and Bossajan's in here saying, give us our fucking mall game in the style of Ghost <laughs> of Tsushima. I'm like, yes, 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 yeah. more. Uh, I mean, that that's potentially what this game could have been like. I mean, I don't know if it would have been as open as Ghosts. Uh, and, and the tones point in the chat, anything Star Wars game is, is worth checking out. I, I agree 100%. I would play a Star Wars Battle Royale. I would try it, right? Yeah, but I mean, I, I, to try. I mean, in, 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 at this podcast, and I think after getting Jedi Fallen Order and actually seeing that, oh yeah, hey, single player Star Wars games are still a lot of fun. Uh, they add some new canon to the franchise, this, that, and the other thing. I, I would still prefer... As the chat's saying, as we've been screaming, give us an Assassin's Creed style Star Wars. I mean, that, uh, let's be real. Ghost of Tsushima is Assassin's Creed 3 Japan. That's yeah. what it is. And there's nothing wrong with that. I love it. I love that there's some real history mixed in. I like that there's some fake history mixed in. But more importantly, I love that I'm not swinging around the fucking two ton weapon. I am flowing with that motherfucker. I am stancing yep. with that. I'm wind stancing, ghost stancing. I'm slicing off arms. I'm chopping off necks. People are so scared of me when I walk into their town, they run away. That's what I like. <laughs> I like how the combat feels. I like the exploration. I like the open world. I like my horse. Just make it all Star Wars. Give me a fucking speeder instead of a horse. Give me a lightsaber yeah, I mean, instead of a katana. Like... Even with all of the, the, the new Star Wars games out there, like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, I'm still playing Knights of the Old Republic right. because it is the best way to experience Star Wars is through story and narrative Exactly, content. where you kind of get like, to feel like you're, you're a part of the story. You have direct control over where things go. It's, yep. it's as close as most of us schlubs will ever get. To being in Star Wars, as sad as that sounds, I mean, Liam, yeah. you're still a young chap. Don't give up. You can yeah, do anything can and all that bullshit they future. tell us when you're young. When you really can't, life is gonna come at you like a fucking train, and you'll be but depressed you can try and in your basement. To do anything that you want. <laughs> nah, you do so it, if Liam. If you want to work on Star Wars, then you put yourself in a position to where you can get in the movie industry or the video game industry or the animation industry and. You work to get to that yes, level. Make it for us. But I mean, they're, they're in here. I mean, the chat's with us too. We're getting other great examples of a game. Uh, we got 
tones, Red Dead Redemption, but Mandalorian style. Yes. There we go. Fits perfectly. Uh, Liam again, Skyrim, but Star Wars. Yes. I mean, when (laughs) Skyrim dropped like all those years ago, was it now like 2005, I think? I 2011. I think my first playthrough was 150. Oh, dude. 150. And that was probably light because that was before all the expansions, this, that, and the other thing. Mm-hmm. But I, I could piss around in an open world Star Wars game all day long. Yeah. I mean, dude, like Skyrim style experience would be perfect for like you playing a character that is new to the force and you're developing your force abilities. Because like you're leveling up, you're learning new force powers. You're you you know you're finding. Well, yeah, that's essentially that was the story of the Dovahkiin, right? Like I mean, he didn't quite yeah. know he had the the dragon speak or whatever, and he had to you know yep. figure all that that shit out. But it, it is a bummer. I mean, those of you if you are playing Ghosts, uh, I mean, I'm no shill for Sony. Uh, I, I just throw that game on and tell me that that's not a Star Wars game it, because it is. It, it it's it's. It is the version, it is the the basis of the Jedi is what we're playing. Like George Lucas liked Kurosawa samurai movies and based the Jedi based on his samurai films. This game literally is is a a nod to Kurosawa. They went to his family's estate and asked if they could create a Kurosawa mode that just turns the game black and white. It, it feels like Star Wars, even though it is 13th century Japan and samurais. But you could yeah. literally just uh, like flick a squid, uh, flick a flick a squin. How about flick Squish. a switch and reskin it with Star Wars stuff? And, and I would play it for another hundred hours. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like it's I feel like the concepts for Star Wars games are all there in front of EA. They're all right there. And they just either don't want to do anything like that or it's what you they said. They don't have it, it, the developers to do it. Like, I don't know what the no, problem dude, you, is. You know, you know what it is. It, it, it's some asshole ran some numbers, an actuary or someone, a business analyst. And they're like, if we shit out X more widgets of fuckface game, we'll make a trillion. If we yeah. try to make awesome game, we could make a billion, but we could also lose a million. So losing a million is scarier than making a billion. So fuck it. Who cares? Let's stay with the safe yeah. stuff. I mean, it, this is capitalism, my friends. As much as some of us love it and it, it is kind of nice, anyone can uh, technically start something and become Jeff Bezos and make $13 billion in a day. But at the same time, you're going to lose out on some stuff. Because mm-hmm. in the end, when it comes to capitalism and huge, huge companies like an EA, they don't give a fuck about the art. They only give a oh, fuck about the bottom line. The PNL. That's that's all they care yes, about. Yes, that's if it. You work in corporate America. You know what that means? A- yeah. Anyone that's loss. worked in in a corporate office knows every month the PNL statements coming out. And you're going to look at your key metrics and see how you performed. And that's going to dictate your decisions moving forward. It's going to dictate your year end bonus, this, that, and the other thing. Profit and loss. If they're not going to see mega profits and taking a risk on an open world Star Wars game, it ain't going to get done. See, like, here's, here's the thing that I will say for Star Wars game moving forward that is of paramount importance to gaming right now. It's that... The three most popular games in the world right like, well, at least on consoles right now, 
are The Last of Us 2, Ghost of Tsushima, and Final Fantasy VII Remake. Really? And they're all single-player games. They're the highest-selling... Those three are three of the top five highest-selling games on See? PS4. I wasn't bullshitting you. For the entire generation. Like, and that's... I mean, like, PS4's been out, what, eight years now? Something, I, somewhere it hasn't been there, that long yet. Yeah, console generations are getting smaller and smaller. I'd yes. say five, maybe. So, but... The fact that those three games, which have just released this year, are the highest, are three of the five highest selling games on the console period, should show people, should show developers that people. It's not the developers. The developers want to make this game. It's the fucking money people. There you go. It's the publishers. The publishers. Like, you can make money, big money, off of single player experiences. That's all Naughty Dog does is single player stuff. And we, um, I mean, we did get a boost for our case in Jedi Fallen Order. I mean, it, it, it sold a lot of copies and that to EA, you know, gave the uh, probably the white guys in suits little boners. So you're probably going to get more of that. But, mm-hmm. you know, we, we've all said it's, it here. Fallen Order, it, it, it's 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 good. It's an eight type of game, but it, it, I don't think it's what ultimately we really want in a single player Star Wars game. Uh, yeah, the, the, and the I mean, combat was off. It really wasn't too open. Uh, the map was atrocious. That 3D hollow <laughs> bullshit. Like, go fuck yourself. I mean, it was an interesting try, but it could get confusing. Yeah, just <laughs> so. I, I mean, Bastia, another great one here, and I think this kind of ties into what Sir Dork was saying. Like, I mean, th- again, I'm reading from the chat, the chat, the chat, blah, blah. I'm starting like diarrhea mouth already. Like, like numb tongue. La ba la uh, but they're, they're in here like a, a Destiny style game. And the reason I brought up Sir Dork is he's like, you know, I, I like the single player, but I like having the uh, multiplayer connection, this, that, and the other thing. Well, there you go. Des- Destiny Perfect. Star Wars would be fucking epic because I could roll Dude, in I mean, there and play by myself. Nick could fucking show up on his on a speeder right next to me and just like, hey, yeah, let's go fucking do something. Yeah, exactly. Something like that would be beautiful. I mean, it, it's the best. It's literally the best of both worlds. Right. Because you have single player content you can play through. You have story content that's relevant and that reveals new things about the yeah. the world and the universe. But then you also have these big multiplayer experiences exactly. like the raids. You can go like grind the, all that shit the, out all you want. Like just yeah, fucking play the, dungeon, the same mission like over and over. So uh, sadly, my friends, I mean, I guarantee you these developers like Visceral, they're pitching these same ideas. It just comes down to whoever's crunching the numbers on risk and they're going, hey, you know, sounds fucking awesome. But did you see what happened to the solo movie? Star Wars really ain't selling anymore. And I tell you what, if we just do PUBG 10, we're guaranteed to print money and like, okay, print that money, scrap the game. And that's where we're at, sadly. But video making video games is as expensive as hell get ready to start dropping 70 to 80 dollars on ps5 and xbox blah blah blue blee games because that's where it's headed uh shit ain't cheap it's a it's a very unique form of entertainment uh where those that want to be entertained by it are are sinking upwards of a hundred dollars for that experience it's always funny when people bitch about going to a movie and it's 15 bucks it's like well you know, like you, I bought two video games recently. Two, I bought FF7 Remake 
and Ghosts, and FF7 Remake was on sale. It was it was 35. Oh, that's a fucking deal, though, dude, for that game. Yeah. Oh, no, but uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, gaming is expensive because both of those games, like, with one of them on sale was still 100 bucks. But uh, way more value, too, right? And you own that now, and you'll play it once, and your entertainment versus your dollar, you know, spent is going to be nothing. That's why, like, I kind of use the wrong example with movies because, you know, sometimes, like, well... Do I want to spend 15 bucks for a two hour film? I don't know. Yeah. Do you? Yeah, but $30 for a 40 hour gaming experience. That's well worth, worth it. it. Well worth it. So, yeah. And, and, you know, for those of you out there who are lamenting the EA experience with Star Wars right now, their, their license goes until 2023. So they signed a 10 year license. Oh my God. I, I honestly thought it was, I was just about to say, aren't they up for renegotiation at this point? You would think, you would think Lucasfilm had some sort of clause in there where they could reevaluate. I was going to say like, is there like an opt out? Like with sports It has contracts? to be, man. It, I mean, let's get some of that, the, the NFL contract fuckery that goes on. I mean, those poor guys kill themselves like literally mush their brains into oblivion and they have the worst deals in all sports the worst fucking deals if you're young young liam go be a major baseball player a major leaguer or a professional golfer yeah Uh, bobby Bonilla still gets paid upwards of two million dollars a year and the guy hasn't played an inning of baseball i think for 20 years 20 years yeah exactly it's amazing it's amazing um so yeah, I mean, we have 2023 to look forward to. This was a story, like a story that happened way long ago. This is 2019. Um, Lucas Arts is an official, like they did revive that in some form or fashion. It wasn't like even Lucas Arts though, was it? It was the other Lucasfilm Games. Yeah. is what yeah, it's, it's an back odd as one now. So there is something brewing yeah, you're right nothing's moved on that like that that it was just a hey we're doing this and then crickets yeah like they they well because i don't think they can officially like they can't make triple a games like the 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 Uh, ea license is specific in what can and cannot be developed outside of ea So like you. you can't make a AAA game. It's more legal bullshit. A, a Star Wars game because of the legal licensing of EA owning it. But what they're probably doing is like Lucasfilm Games is now an entity. It's out there. So they're already looking at like, hey, game development cycle roughly three to five years. Call it. We can. Can they start developing something uh, and then probably, not yeah. announce it or or release it until twenty twenty three? I don't know how that works, but there's there's hope out there that once 2023 rolls around, they will cut that that tie with EA and then bang, yeah, we'll see. we can get back into... I, I mean, knowing Disney, though, they'll, they'll just go to the next highest bidder, which means it's going to be another major publisher, which It'll means be they're only going to be <laughs> worried about the bottom line, so we'll still Dude, get the I mean, same like, bullshit. It, like, it'll be Activision, <laughs> because really... the. In terms of publishers and video it's games, it's getting now, small. It's and that is, I mean, if you go to business yeah. school, they'll they'll teach you about the rule of three. Uh, typically, in most sectors, most markets, in the end, only about three three competitors will remain. Can can remain like right. just based exactly. Off of I, how I mean, look at look at cars. You got you know what Ford, Honda, Ford, Chevy. Yeah, well, Chevy is kind of somewhere in there, right? Yeah, I guess, yeah, American cars. You had Ford, Chevy, and that's about it at this point. Yeah, I mean, at this point, that's because Dodge used to be one. Right, and they they were probably eaten up by Ford or Chevy, and that's just how it goes. So, So, uh, I mean, right now, you have... 
<laughs> EA, Activision, and Ubisoft. And then Square Enix is there. Right. But they only do like RPG games. They, they really are just the Final Fantasy machine. And, and Ubi's, well, it's odd Ubi didn't have an AC game for this year, but that, that's pretty much all they do as well. They have so. Valhalla coming out, the yeah. Viking yeah, one looks fun. next year, I think, or no, this year. This looks year. fun. All right. So that was a bummer. I mean, this game definitely probably would have been exactly have been what we were all looking for at the time, but just ain't happening. Uh, and it's probably not going to happen anytime soon. I mean, we, we got to look to Respawn. They're the only developer now that they're probably working on a sequel. Uh, it'd be awesome if they were given the reins to do something else based on their, you know, good, good boy and good girl work on Fallen Order. But you never know. So, uh, yeah. I mean, EA owns Bioware, but I mean, Bioware at this point, I don't know if I would trust this. No, Bioware it, it's to not. Make a we Star we talked game. about this a bit last week. It is no longer the Bioware that we all knew when KOTOR came out. I mean, exactly. once the doctors got paid and left, it, it's just never been the same. Yep. All right, dude. So that's the that's the end of Star Wars game news for you. It's not good. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> it's, it, it's bad. Just keep good. playing your Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, even though that goes yeah. right into EA's fucking pockets, anyways. It does. Uh, on that front, though, Nick, I am I am ready to start training myself for the Cam mission. I've I've reached uh, a high enough relic squad of Shock T and Five Hundred One clones. Okay. Uh, I can start doing the cam mission and territory battles, but in, in my guild, it's so serious that I literally have to schedule a time <laughs> oh my God. through Discord so someone can shadow watch me and tell me what to do. Wow. Uh, yeah. That when the intern hardcore. told me that yesterday, I'm like, um, it's Monday. I think I'm going to get drunk. So no, I'm not going to. Yeah, it's like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to fuck <laughs> Never with that. Mind. I, I will do it because, you know, it's a good guild and we all try to help each other. Right. Uh, was it the, uh, the rising tide? Uh, no i can't raises all there ships. you go something yeah. like that I'm, I'm like w trying to do <laughs> yeah. the rising no, no, no. Uh, you know the one i'm talking about you, you fool me once yeah shame on me you fool me twice you never you fool, me fool me again, again. <laughs> <laughs> i just yes, basically the, did that right there so whatever the rising tide lifts all ships, there we go so, so I'll, I'll try to figure it out but apparently to be even remotely successful in this outside of having uh, someone that has studied this mission over and over and can tell you exactly what to do based on the conditions. I'm going to have to do a, a, a remod session, which Nick knows, I don't know if you've ever done it. It's a pain in the ass. Because you got you to save your current mod loadout, find the mods from other characters, save their current mod loadout, create the new mod loadout just for this event, and then switch back, blah, blah, blah. All right, so yeah. I can always tell the room starts to... Uh, their eyes start to gloss over when the Swigo talk comes up. But we did find that in Discord, the, uh, who's that? Spencer's playing. Spencer tried it a little bit. There was that, was that the, the, not the Liam, not Liam, but the Lima. Yeah, Lima, Lima for photos. He's been great in Discord. And that guy's like, yeah. yeah, he's an SEO expert telling us uh, how we can make ourselves better. But yeah. So we go so for life. Here we go. go. Grind away. It's all about the grind. It's not about satisfaction or rewards. It's only about That's the grind. Right. Once you can get used to that, the game is golden. All right, buddy. So our last topic before we get into the fan ball sucking segment is one from the people <laughs> we bitch about, the, the, the Star Wars League subreddit. 
specifically Corey Van Dyke from the KRT Kessel Run Transmissions Group. And this is one Nick teased earlier where, uh, and again, th- th- this is why I talk about because, I mean, this shit is getting picked up by all geek sites now. In KRT, they're the source for everything. And that just burns my fucking titties. But Corey is saying here, we've heard Ben Solo is a character Lucasfilm wants to further develop. We don't know if it's a series, a movie, a reel, or what the fuck we're even saying, but it's definitely being worked on. We also don't know anything, but we're going to put this out there as we know something. Yeah, like he literally writes the words, we don't know more times than we know (laughs) (laughs) or we've heard. I I don't know. I mean, is this a leak or is it just fortune telling as we said uh yeah. now it, the reason we cover this is not because I, I like drive myself nuts over the fact that people like this have a large following and get traction uh, across the internet not just in star wars land i'm talking like comicbook.com sharing this shit our dumbasses share it uh but we, we haven't picked up on his subsequent tweets but i mean it, it kept going on like no he's like no really lucasfilm they know that fans love ben they they really want to do something uh, but we don't know if Adam's going to be involved. We don't know this. We don't know the setting. We think, but we don't know. It may be young Ben Solo. We think, but we don't know. It may be animated. We think, but we don't know. But we don't know, but we think. I mean, like, here's here's the thing. is is Basically, what they've said is that Lucasfilm knows people like Ben Solo. Yes. Hey, that's okay, very wow. That, that's a fucking revelation. So, I mean, and, and here's the thing, too. They already knew that. They already <laughs> created content about Ben Solo with the rise of Kylo Ren right. comic series. So they knew that there was interest. They already created content around Ben Solo, a younger Ben Solo, for those of us who wanted to find out more about this character. And after that comic series came out, we were like, we want more. This was really cool to see the immediacy of what happened right before the fall. Right. And, and, you know, how he, he gets to the name Kylo Ren from Ben Solo. But give us more. There was, there's been demand. So, like, yes. Like, of course that they're thinking about developing something around uh, Ben Solo. But it's just one of those things where it's like, they literally put out a tweet that says, we know nothing, but we know that Lucasfilm likes Ben Solo. <laughs> That's like... I'm glad Nick's getting in on the fun. I mean, at this point, this is why I like doing it, just because it's like it's so mind-boggling that it's fun. It's fun. But it's just like to them, it's like, did, like, did you not read the comic series? Did you not know the comic series came out? Because that was the first indication that they gave that they were interested in building out the lore of Ben Solo more. Like that, it's literally in printed form in front of you. Um. So yeah, that's so, that's the story. Is that they're yeah, interested so like, in developing it? I mean, just it. just just all the nonsense aside, if this is a real thing, what are you thinking here? Where's it going? I mean, obviously, post trust, they're not going to fuck with that. I don't think Adam Driver is touching anything I mean, that's not a movie. What are you going to do post trust? Was going to be? Yeah, he's going to be Ben Solo be the a Ghost, Ghost series. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to be like a Lion Obi Wan. He's going to go around yeah. and tell half-truths and certain point-of-view stories to young Force users to fuck them the up. The only fucking way that they could do anything post-Tross is that it would have to be a combo series with Ray, And, like, he is 
communicating, force communicating yeah, with Ray and her new yeah, exactly. academy. So, and so all the obviously, shit, that's the only way you could do it. Yeah, I'm with you. So the post stuff, no way. I don't think it would be anything Kylo Ren. I, I do think if they go this way, it would be Ben Solo centric. And I think it would be young, young Ben, like like young yeah, Ben from is, the comic where you can just get a whole new actor. You don't even need to fuck with Adam Driver. This is what I said in, in the post, because on StarWarsTime.net, I post the tweet and then I post some of my, you know, things that I just said about there already being Ben Solo content and some of my thoughts. So my thoughts are um, you go pre-TFA, clearly, and it has to be said at least 10 years pre-TFA where we're talking about young Ben Solo. We're talking about like just leaving his parents and going to the academy ben solo the problem with any of this is that you are locked in to animation i'm talking locked in because anything that you do young ben solo regardless of you know the age period the the, the age is that it is going to involve a legacy character an ot character whether it be Luke yeah, you're because right. of Jedi yeah. Academy. I, I, I mean, or even if you could find someone that looks like Adam, the, yeah, bringing in Hamill and yeah, Ford. Like, what do you, th- then you would really have to hope, like, can we get Sebastian Stan to play <laughs> a younger slash older Luke? <laughs> and that's never going like, to happen, man. That, that's like, no. that's so f- f- fan generated. I mean, I, I think we all believe Ahsoka's going to show up in in Mando and if it is actually homegirl that that will be the only time I can remember where the fans a, a fan something. casting actually happened yeah uh, fan casting usually means nothing because it's coming from yeah. fans and not those with the uh, checkbooks yeah I mean if it involves his parents at all Carrie Fisher is dead you can't you're not gonna just fucking Rogue Oneer into this new series live action and Harrison Ford, there is a zero percent chance that he comes back and plays. Yeah, no, Adam fuck Driver. No, no. Like, so, you know, I'm with you. And we even get, we're even getting that. I mean, one six shooter, uh, Clone Wars style animation, it may work. Uh, Papa Palpatine is vomiting through emojis over the Not idea. Surprising there, <laughs> uh, which which is which is. Uh, on brand yeah I mean, that, that's papa for us he he does not like the disney stuff even though i mean i think we we all have to agree that the, the kylo ren was probably the most uh, fleshed out character even though he wasn't yeah. really that fleshed out but uh, he was probably to me like i said i i still <laughs> assert to this day that kylo ren is the main character of those movies yeah or should well be. yeah i mean that's how they do it because you know, as everyone says ray's just kind of glossed over and she goes from scavenger to palpatine it's like whatever yeah i don't know man i i get I, I i'm drawn to these just through all the ridiculous fortune telling stuff more than the content sometimes i mean like you said it doesn't take a rocket scientist to go hey uh on the internet it seems like star wars fans like the character kylo ren eh, maybe we could do some stuff with it but mm-hmm. at this point animated series at best if this is even real and like pop even said uh, just just stick keep it in the comics then uh, yeah, I mean, the comic thread was good, like, <clears throat> you know, and, and, and here's the thing is like, you, you can't lean too heavily on animation for your extended, you know, TV universe. We're all, we've already gotten Clone Wars revival animation. There's the rumor about the Rebels animation, we, or the Rebels extended series or sequel series animation, anything to do with Thrawn and Ezra is likely yeah, going to be right. animated. And it is, it, there's, there's 
two types of Star Wars fans too, right? There's people like you and me and the Fando assholes. Yeah. That, you know, we'll, we'll at least try anything. We'll look mm-hmm. forward to anything and we'll get excited for anything. Then yep. you're going to have your, your casuals where they'll be like a cartoon. Ah, fuck that. I don't need to watch that. Right? Yeah, it's like not interested. Uh, so I don't think that you can like, I don't think you can do Ben Solo live action. I don't think it's possible because of all of the players around him that are required to do it properly. Like if you do a live action Ben Solo series and you don't have his mom, you don't have his dad, you don't have his uncle, then what the fuck do you have? Like you, you don't have anything. <laughs> yeah, you'd have nothing. You, you'd have nothing. You just have Ben Solo milling around with some Jedi kids, and <laughs> they'd have to keep the camera so low that you only ever see Luke's waist. Dude, you would have waist. to Muppet Babies. Exactly. Yes, yeah, I was gonna say, dude, it'd be like the Muppet Babies, the 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 nurse or the mom, where you'd only mom, ever yeah. see her legs. <laughs> yeah, like that's the only way you could do. The only other thing that you could possibly do. Is he's already at the academy, and you never see Luke or Le- I mean Leia or Han, and he's only being taught by some other Jedi instructor. But who the fuck would that be? Right. Like you would have to, and in that instance, the only thing you could do is revive the old EU character of Kyle Katarn and make him the instructor. But it just doesn't make any yeah, sense. Yeah, I, I mean, the more you talk about this, and I like you, you're passionate about this one, I can see. You're, you're letting because the hate I, flow through you. I think that there's something to be had here, but you can't, you are literally locked into to animation. And I'd be all for it because I really enjoy the character, but it's just, like, you, you can't fuck this up. I, I like, would want it people- just to be called the solos, and it's literally... The solos. It's, it's like Roseanne. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like a sitcom. <laughs> yeah. It's ben! Just, yeah. Ben! Dude, I mean, Quit using the force on Chewbacca! I mean, that would be fantastic. Harrison walks in, they play the laugh track. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, Leia, just got hey, back just from another spice run. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where's that fucking kid at? <laughs> Dad, you're home. Oh. Shut the fuck up, Ben. He smacks him in the face. It's like, see, we get to see why Ben left home. It's you know, like, Han's this is a drunk. Why he's gone now. <laughs> yeah, Han's but, a fucking drunk. Leia's this clueless. I mean, I think that there, it is. There's no way that Disney is going to abandon the sequel era, like the the Age no, of it, Resistance. It, it's their like, deal. I just real quick, yeah. one six shooters talking about something that we have at least talked about personally, and we wish would have made it to the light of day, but Star Wars detours. Yeah, we've talked about detours. I would have, I would have loved to seen that played out because it it was essentially chibi style animation, Mm -hmm. uh, kind of telling Star Wars stories and lore, but doing it in the Lego Star Wars cheeky ass style, like just. And it was going to be. It was Seth Green. It was basically the team behind Robot Robot Chicken Chicken guys. Yeah, Adult Swim. If you've ever seen that, it was go look up the. If you've never heard of Star Wars detours, go to YouTube. Look up. Star Wars detours. There's like a couple of videos out there, trailers that were supposed to happen. Well, I guess, this is pre-acquisition. Trevor it was, was saying essentially our our uh, 
our, our solo skit was what Detours was looking to do. And yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I love that idea. I believe Detours was one of those things that just got nixed in the in the sale, I believe. Kind of yeah. like Clone Wars. I mean, it was one of those deals where I think it was being developed under George Lucas's Lucasfilm. And then yep. when it came over, Disney's like, eh, no, we're, we're going to do we're, our own animation, which was Rebels, we eventually found out. So. Yeah, and I mean, if you look at Rebels too, like if you watch Detours... And then you look at some of the design aspects of Rebels. There's a little bit there. Like, look at the shape of the, it, it, yeah, the, the Stormtrooper helmet. It, it, it was very stylized. And there's a lot of people that, you know, that I think they kind of liked Rebels, but they did not like how it was animated. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially the Stormtroopers and Vader. They were kind of cartoony looking in Rebels. But apparently... Yeah. That was fixed when they, you know, redid Clone Wars Season 7 and used better animation, but made it more, uh, less cartoony, if that makes any it's like sense. bubbly. I think it was a little, like, bubbly. Yeah, like soft, chibi-like yeah, helmets, softer. but I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, uh, detours on Disney Plus, that'd be fantastic. I just, I, I think that, oh, yeah, that project's dude. dead. I like think a fork. It. fork has been stuck in that so many times. Uh, I don't know if they'll ever resurrect it, but yeah. I, I'm with you one six shooter content on Disney plus, uh, especially if you're a star Wars fan is uh, lacking big time. Yeah. I mean, once, I mean, now I assume everybody who's in quarantine has probably already caught up on the stuff that's available out there. Um, but it's just like, it's such a rich development environment because it allows creators to take risks and there's almost no loss. I mean, like you lose in development cost. But it's not like you don't lose in marketing. You don't lose in box office, you know, bombs or anything yeah, like that. Like, I, I, I don't know. I, I think Disney's hemorrhaging right now, though, because of the park stuff. Oh, yeah. And park I'd stuff assume is, that's yeah. where they made a, a large chunk of their overall profit. Because uh, those parks I mean, are just, I mean, they're, they're, they're money printing machines. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, and they've been fucked up essentially since March. I mean, they literally closed it the week after I went. I made it out COVID free, yeah. or who knows? I probably fucking had it and gave it to half the plane. But uh, I'm here, I'm alive, and Disney is, is open if you want to go fuck with it. Uh, speaking yeah. of people, I, I think Scion just went and fucked with a Disney, unless he posted an old picture from uh, yeah, Doc he, Ondar's uh, Den of Antiquities yeah, or whatever. Den of Antiquities. That's where you get all your, if you want character lightsabers in. Uh, galaxies that's just where you go um, yeah man I mean we already know that Disney's not even just for Star Wars all movies they're like let's take it back a little bit in terms of budget let's let's you know yeah, tighter, yeah, everything's, tighter everything's gonna be smaller and, and probably slower to come out but yeah uh, we, we typically deal with reality over here we love to speculate on the unknown in this stuff and yeah I know it's kind of like a bit making fun of these people but whatever that's what we do and I'll keep doing it because I do get pissed because of my narcissism um and I just forgot where I was going with that so who gives a shit probably wasn't that yeah. good of a thought anyways <laughs> so ben solo maybe who knows oh my god i'm so stupid lucasfilm likes him yeah <laughs> who knows, the, who knows the... but we don't know but probably it might and it should and it could but it would or it might but we just don't know yeah okay. well, we'll we'll see that's our that's our final line <laughs> T- on tbd on ben solo so that's the end of our topics for this week all right we're, we're definitely um, going to be approaching a, a little, getting close to a three hour 124 it looks like my friends so if you're still alive in the live chat what the fuck's your problem you must be on some good <laughs> cocaine or something we did sell a hat during the live stream that went to our buddy hey. adrian the the t-shirt guy look adrian still wearing the shirts 
I've got one oh, yeah, more got to go my... before I have to start going through the cycle again. Um, I got my Mando helmet yeah. shirt on. I know I didn't get the Bad Batch one, so I'm a fucking loser. But whatever. <laughs> I gotta get I my, I gotta get my kid to to, to wear hers. But like I said, she hates Star Wars now. So yeah, she she's not right. a fan. No longer a fan. Nick, you know what time uh, it is. They know what time yeah. it is. It is time for the now infamous Star Wars Time Show fan segment which has grown from just honoring Star Wars fan artists into a full-on show in and of itself. This is why they come. This is why they're in the live stream. This is why they don't buy hats when they demand them. (laughs) All right, so as we do about this time, we're going to go ahead and fire up our slack of duty drop the browser, and get into our fan channel. And we're going to start with the final update on the Battle of the Basics. The Battle of the Basics has come. Oh, to are you a kidding close. me? I just am now looking at this. You're just looking at the results. Yes. What the okay, fuck so- is wrong with you people? <laughs> Matt is not a fan. So the first result that we're looking at here is the championship matchup. Is that correct, Matt? Yeah. We're looking at the championship oh matchup between... Chewbacca and Rex and it was not a landslide but it was a healthy victory oh for Captain I, Rex okay. here 60% to 40%. Oh, that that's what gets me the 60-40 really? Cuz even last really? week even last week I was saying yeah maybe maybe get like a 55-45 something close. 60-40 and it was 74 votes for Rex, 50 for Chewie so wow. 100 almost 125 wow. voters. And I mean I'll, so I'll, uh, before we get into the discussion of this match, I'll go through and I'll call out our notable well, voters. Hold, before you do that, because I um, did, uh, Klondike, I don't know if he's in here, he had to go like do some uh, little one tones, he had to do some real life stuff, but I think he was the one that DM'd us and, and tried, tried to explain some of the thought behind Rex. So, and it's just the fact that Rex is such a tactician, if he had time to study his opponent... He could figure out a strategy, I think, is what this the angle. is one that I think heavily depends on your idea of how the battle goes. Like, what type of fight is this? So, um, so notable Rex voters uh, will go first. Lights, camera, tentacles, kingdom of weird, um, optimus crime. Let's see. Action figure noob, stormtrooper Pete, stormtrooper storyteller, Agosto, Sir Dork, Liam. I mean, that's that's our notable Rex voters. Notable Chewbacca voters. Drew Toys, Nico, 1-6. Uh, let's see, Intergalactic Raptor. This is Greg's choice with all of his <laughs> alt accounts as well. Cryo, uh, Bastajan. Figure hurts. Right, yeah, so it's Klondike, Scion, most of, the, most of the smart fans then. Yeah, so so here's my thoughts on this matchup. Uh, okay, it, explain it to me, because the way I envision this, it, this is a battle tournament. I, I mean, I'm thinking these motherfuckers are essentially locked in the octagon or one of the yes. battle arenas from Star Wars Masters of the Tereskasi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so in my opinion, Chewbacca wins that hands down. Chewbacca, if, if there's no, even if you have guns, but you're in a small space, Chewbacca closes the distance, grab Rex, grabs Rex and rips his head off and the game and it's over and Chewie just destroys him. That's pretty much how I envisioned every battle with Chewie being involved, where 
you know, he can he can use guns too. So mm-hmm. that that yeah. kind of you know equalizes that aspect. And they just, like I said, you said just a Wookie charge. He's got he's got the reach. He's got that wingspan. Just put the one one hand out. Yeah, he might take a blaster shot here or there on the charge, but once he gets there, it's done. Yeah, you're it's over. There's no way that Rex could even put up a fight in a in a hand to hand combat, you know, battle with a with a Wookiee. It's not even close. I think what a lot of our viewers and a lot of our followers on Instagram kind of look at this as is like is this like a like I said is it a Hunger Games style thing? Is this an open combat area where you where Rex is allowed to essentially work his way around and 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 take pot shots at Chewie and keep distance okay, and yeah. you know make it a little Rex bit more Katniss, of a Rex Everdeen yeah. Like a like a tactical battle more than just a brute strength <laughs> like type a, of fight. One six shooter, ten, two men enter, one Wookiee leaves. Exactly. That is that's kind of yeah. Welcome I mean, to the fucking again, Thunderdome. I didn't, you know, I didn't put like this is the style of fight it is. <laughs> I, I left that up to your imaginations. And I think that most people looked at this as like a as almost like a shootout, like a like a wild west. Like even if it would maybe that's how they looked at it. Is it a shootout? Like a yeah, cases that, and Agosta then draw. just said he went. He imagined it as a Western standoff, so like a draw. Yeah, and in that instance, I think Rex wins. Yeah, he's got the dual dual blasters. You know, he can shoot quick. He's got a good mm-hmm. aim. I mean, he was genetically enhanced to kill. Yeah, and, and like that's the thing with these two guys. It's so close because you have one of them that is genetically built to be a a a tactical fighter, a tactical gunfighter. Yes. And then you have one of them that is by nature a f- a, a force, a killing machine f- of strength right. that is just going to pick you up and drop you on with, your head. With hundreds of dead. years of of experience, battle experience, war experience, uh, being uh, enslaved. Yeah. So, I, dude, I, I just I'm kind of glad I didn't uh, see this and you you prepped this today because that that was a fucking shock. I mean, sixty to forty is just uh, that is unacceptable. Yeah, uh, I mean, shame on all know, of you. Shame on all of you. 60 It's surprising. It's surprising. I did not expect to see that when I first, you know, put this this battle up. I thought it was going to be close, and I did in my head. I was like, I think people are going to go Rex because just to fuck us. Like, cuz cuz day 1 they're all like, <laughs> "Oh fuck, number 1 seed Chewy game over. This is stupid." But I mean, I don't know. You it, cocksuckers. It, I, I think that there's also people out there, like you mentioned before, in these battle polls that that contain people who are from Clone Wars. Right. Like it is the freshest. I mean, it's the freshest, and and Rex did some amazing shit in that final season, especially those last two episodes. So yeah, so. Uh, I mean, I love the captain. Don't get me wrong, I love him. But come on, Chewbacca, as as Tones is saying in the chat, they killed the family dog. They did. Shame they on killed you the guys. Family dog. So the the winner of your your you know. Battle of the Basics Captain is Rex. Captain Rex, right, 60 right. to 40 golf over Chewbacca. Golf clap, golf clap. There we go. Congratulations to Rex. But we do have a third place battle that took place as well. Okay, so I, I got, I got the, that pulled up. Yeah, the, the Mando versus Han Solo. And this was a, That's a sh- this was a thrub. Yeah, this was, you know. Um, I, I can agree 90- with this one. Huh? I can agree with this one. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm down with this one as well. So this was... 94 votes for Mando, 43 votes for Han Solo. Um, notable Han voters. 
Can you guess that that uh, Greg and his friends voted for Han? Well, I mean, he uh, thinks Han's sexy, so I could see that. Yeah, he he, he, he wants likes, to bed he likes down when that with chest Han. hair hangs out. <laughs> uh, figure hurts. Uh, okay, I already said Greg Klondike. You have, I think that might be it. Toy Fanatic, which is going to come up in our, or was a recent uh, feature by Matt. And then Tones, Papa, Klaatu. And then Mando voters are Agosto, Fallen Apprentice, Beer Man, Rust Belt Collector, and the rest of the boys. So I'm guessing... I'm guessing the Han votes were just for his cool factor. I mean, Han clearly is is way more suave. He's way more rad, more bitchin' than Mando. But it, I can see, I can like I I agree with the outcome, but I I can see ways that Han might win this. Yeah, like he is. I feel like he's more intelligent than Mando, like in a battle sense. No way. Like, no way. I, I think I don't Han, know, Han just he he gets lucky and he doesn't think. I think that's his saving grace. But he's got so much big like even though he doesn't seem like it and he doesn't act like it, Han Solo has the most wartime experience of anybody right. in the Star Wars. Universe. Well, here here's the peanut gallery. I mean, uh, Papa he he voted Han. Mando gets his ass beat all the time. Shoulders up, like shrug, like what the fuck. I mean, he does like. You can't deny that. Like in that show, Mando gets pot shot at a lot and his armor saves his right, ass. Right. Like one six gets, is saying, I would have said Han, he's resourceful, maybe too cocky though. And that's kind of what I was getting at. Like he's that's like he's been he's fought for the Empire, even though for a short amount of time, like he's a trained soldier. He has executed battle plans on like during the time of the rebellion that led to massive successes. He's and not only that, he's just he's like he's like Trevor said, he's resourceful. He was a smuggler. You have to well, be. Yeah, able like that time on to, on the Death Star in A New Hope where he just started running after an entire garrison of stormtroopers screaming. Resources. I love that fucking part. Because he just I runs mean, off and lays like, what a fucking bozo. Uh, I mean, I think honestly, if you, if you take it to where Mando doesn't have any armor, I think Han wins because Mando gets shot a lot. <laughs> like he gets shot more than he probably should. Well, I mean, Sion um, saying he's like, yo, if it's a straight up standoff, even if Han shoots first, Mando's got that best guard. So he does have that yeah. usually. I mean, the, the, the that is Mando's saving grace, dude, is the best guard. <laughs> and it comes down to like, can Han shoot him in the throat? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I just, uh, there are a few like fighting scenes where Mando just looks like a ninja, but I guess those are typically when he's beating up droids. I mean, the one that comes yeah, to mind like, is when he's on that prison ship. Yeah. And, and the shit out yeah, of the Bill droids. Burr's character is like, Hey, d- d- let him take care of this shit. And they just kind of watch him come through. He slides under, beats the fuck out of him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I hey, it was a fun one. I'm glad you did the kind of the, the battle of the losers here. Yeah. So it was, it was interesting to see how this one played out. Um, I, I may agree more with Han winning here, but Hey, I mean, by the end of Mando season two, well, maybe it's clearly two, like, ma- two, maybe it is like Mando kicks his ass. Two prominent fandos here in the live chat and, and Papa and one six agreeing that Han might've had a little force juice in him. 
Really? You think so? I don't know. Think he's got a little I bit of that? I don't know. I don't know. Think he's like a fan? I mean, he's I, not I, I'm quite not I think that's up for fan interpretation, but considering <laughs> how anti-force he was, I don't even know. Even if he had the force, I don't even know how he could let it in. It, it, let it, it be considering been, how anti he was. It may have been more like decision guiding than anything else like this is this might be a good idea he, he just didn't know like his his midichlorians yeah. were in his fingers to uh grab the the yoke and the joystick and, and the yeah. falcon and stuff so. the fast draw as well so if anything he, 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 he is confident and he's willing to uh take risks yeah so that's the end of the battle pull. So what, what I'll try to pull together next is since these have been pretty popular and they're kind of fun to talk <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, I was going to say, what's our next one? I, one? We could do a, a uh, hot or not. <laughs> hot or not, yeah. I'll try to do a droid battle. I'll try to find 16 droids. Yeah, that, that's a good actually. one. I like that. You do droids. Uh, I think moving beyond droids, we're gonna have to start getting creative. Like, uh, yeah, outside because uh, I think the droids is the last battle yeah, pull that movies we can do. versus movies or uh aliens versus aliens we could do one you know like i said have a bunch of uh uh men star wars men and just do a a hot off star wars women do hot, a hot, hot off. or not <laughs> yeah we'll be like a zuckerberg starting facebook but for star yeah, wars exactly. characters could do that yeah so, no so that's fun we'll, nick we'll so uh, thinking. keep thinking of those I, I i think the droids is the way to go uh battle the creatures yeah. that's a good one to write down the battle of the yeah creatures. like the reek or the Acklay, shit mm-hmm. like that that'd be a good one yeah <laughs> cantina one patrons <laughs> Ooh, well, ships. We, we, there you go ship be ships we're getting a lot of a uh, uh, good feedback from the peanut see, gallery this feedback is helpful and like i said in our discord channel i'm gonna create a channel yes. in there where where we will take fan suggestions for like battle pulls or for something perfect, like that perfect for- and that is a good use of discord so if you're not on our discord join it up uh, the links in the link tree on all of our socials i believe or at least in instagram because uh, you can pretty much link on other social media apps unlike instagram yeah. so check it out but discord it's kind of fun over there uh greg mm-hmm. makes fun of people people make fun of greg <laughs> uh, shit like that but it's fun yeah. if, if, if you do like the star wars time show mini community that we have it, it's pretty much the same people that dick around in the live chat during the stream yeah. so we have an artist channel in there right now right. too so if you're a toy photographer or you're an artist and you want to you know, another good ideas one or get some yeah. feedback team you know. ups 2v2 like han and chewy versus mando and Kara, stuff like that so there we go hopefully yeah, nick's writing good... all these downs because the way yeah, my get out my pen and paper yeah and my, my short-term down. memory is not existence for this that and the other thing and i've already forgot what we were talking about so so but now it is time to move on to our question of the week yes. and i did get it up a little bit later and, than and, I and with do. spelling errors again but i like that because i know what let, is let me read this one alien species let me read <laughs> oh I, I just i'm like this because i i, I guess because i teach and i have to read student <laughs> emails and writings from students and sometimes when it comes across uh, like they're moronic it's rough but a late question of the week <laughs> what is you favorite alien species from star wars and why all right well i mean nick is from louisiana so i'm from the south that that we, is a very we, by you like what is, what is you favorite alien species? what is you doing over there <laughs> that's <laughs> what is you that's all right fans what is you favorite alien species from star wars and why and of course uh, I didn't really get to see. Did we get a lot of comments on this one? We so even though I put it out late, we got over twenty five responses, nice. twenty plus responses on the 
actual post itself and then of course we get some story, some story responses. ones in there so, so i grabbed a couple right, from the story let's see what nick got us here then, up first Ooh, liam yeah so liam here first liam samard photography um he says probably the death mary knight brother other than the fact that death mall darth mall come on here's another spelling mistake <laughs> and savajo press on hey, one liam, what is uh, you favorite alien <laughs> <laughs> which is an instant win. Their species is very unique with the very intricate facial details, uh -huh. but also the horns that grow on their head make them even more badass. I mean, I will say that I, I think in terms of the look, the the uh, the Dathomirian, you know, the Knight Brothers and the uh, Knight Sisters are pretty fucking. And awesome. I think I think Bossajan or AKA Darth Hideous, AKA Star Wars Toys, Toys seventy three. I think he said this is something similar, right? He's in here as well. I think. Oh, I, you got his because I, I mean I know his was laden with the f word and caps. So yeah, he he went. He had like a multiple <laughs> reply <laughs> message. I think he said. Uh, like I'll, three. I'll read his. I'll read his. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that was Liam. So he's like the the Knight Brothers action figure news. Yeah. This is this is fucking rife with spelling errors, Matt. <laughs> it is, but <laughs> but he he's like me. I mean, action figure new Brian. I mean, he's another one that's got things for uh, uh, uh Star Wars aliens that have uh, head, head tendrils. Yeah, so he says he says Tor Tortuga, but he means Tagrudas. And he says I remember seeing Shakti for the first time and I thought, "Damn, she's you beautiful." See? I'm not the only <laughs> fucking one that's got this weird, uh, weird sexual obsession people, with Tegrudas and Twi'leks. Yeah, and it says, and there's a certain exotic yeah! exoticness <laughs> to them too, which I really did. Yes, I love it. Damn, man. And, and I, I never love, thought that this was going to go a sexual route. Uh, I love it. I love it. Well, dude, why do you think <laughs> I? Why do you think I want you to do like a hot or not for Star Wars aliens? I just want a bunch of like shock tees and. It's just if we did a hot Ula's. battle bracket, it's just going to end with like naked. Yeah, Ahsoka, Ahsoka and. and <laughs> <laughs> I'm a creep, but it, I feel better that, to know that action figure noob is a creep too. Yeah, uh, and, and I love so. this guy because he he actually he doesn't watch live because I think he works. Yeah, but he will schedule time in his TV room where he has all his figures. Like the dude yeah. has so many figures; they're all I over love the setup, all yeah. over his entertainment center. But on a weekly basis, he literally schedules time to watch our dumbass show from start to finish. So it's fantastic. Beautiful. He always uh, gives us good responses to the question a week, but I, I just love the fact that he is a, a head tail creep like me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, it's fantastic. <laughs> so funny. I mean, like there were a lot of Twilight Tagruda responses too. So uh, I picked that one. Cause I knew that would oh, tickle. Matt's titties. Just look, he's right though. And all of you know, I'm right. You're just too pussy to say it. <laughs> You know you would look at a naked Shakti or a naked Ahsoka if she was of age. We're talking uh, yeah, of we age you know. Ahsoka. Now you know Man, you want to see age. Yeah, yeah, you want to see Ula's titty pop out in, in Jabba's uh, palace. You know it. <laughs> All right. Next up, we got F Stop Rebel. He says, "Huge fan of Wookies. They're loyal to a fault and ready to do what needs to be done." I also think Babu Frick is amazing. So Anzelin has oh, to be nice. added. To my favorite. He is right. Too. I mean, Babu, what we hear at one point in time, the suits wanted to scrap him. They thought he was the next yeah, Jar Jar Binks, him. but he is one of the more uh, memorable parts from Tross, I guess. Yeah, I mean, and Wookiees, I mean, I feel like Wookiees is a really good response. I know that Tones, he didn't make the, the cut, but he was also a fan of the Wookiees as well. Um, 
But yeah, man, I mean, like, how can you hate Wookiees? It's just essentially like a giant dog. Exactly. Giant loyal exactly. creature. I do like Babu, too. All right, next up. Next up, BBT Collections. He says, this is very difficult. Every species has something amazing and unique. I guess I'd go with Twi'lek in another, in their sensitive Leku. But Wookiees make a See? fine second okay, here. Okay, I think I've tapped into <laughs> something here. There, there's probably like a, a self-help group out there for Star Wars fans that have a sexual fetish for headtails. You gotta, you gotta, you know, like, you know, search the depths. Yeah, I mean, of the literally, internet, it's, it's sure probably, yeah, it's probably in the dark web somewhere. But out of our, our, our few responses so far, we already have two. Where one guy's jerking off to Tagrudas, the other one's jerking off to Toilex. So yeah, I, I'm not alone here. I'm not alone here. And then we got Papa P telling me there's, there's a magazine out there called The Empire Strips Back. <laughs> oh my god dude that does not surprise oh, me then, then you remember we always had uh greggy's little photo shoot he did with some helmets uh, like a year ago so uh, oh yep yep i remember we've that. seen some star wars and tits and it, it goes well like star wars helmets and boobs works yeah and for the ladies yep. i also think star wars helmets and some penis would work as well too but unlike our creepy asses as men i don't really think women get too turned on by dicks <laughs> and I don't blame them because dicks are kind of goofy looking. So yeah, yeah, they're 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 very weird. Moving on, they're yeah, they're either weird. like really tiny or like too big looking or deformed looking. Uh, <laughs> nothing like penis talk. All right, up next. All right, next up we have Klaatu here, and Klaatu, of course, <laughs> chooses his namesake for his favorite alien species. They're not they're not Klaatus. They are known as. Kadasa Nictos. So if you if you remember some of the ancillary characters from the original trilogy, like people who were in uh Jabba's Palace or people who were in the um you know the the Cantina and stuff, uh Klaatu and Woof are both Kadasa Nikto characters that they're like they're green faced, oh, yeah. almost look like Rodians, but they have like little kind of uh I don't even know, like spikes kind of coming off of their face. Um, so I those, mean, that's, uh, not that our fans will will probably get the reference, but uh, Niku from Star Wars Resistance is a Niku Nikto. is a Kadasa Nikto, yeah. yes. Um, and then he also is a fan of the Weequays. And Weequays are um, Hondo. If you know Hondo from Clone Wars and Rebels and right. all the animated stuff, but, but even from Galaxy's you, you Edge. You know, it's funny, though, Nick. Back then, they didn't have species names. So, like, we would just call them, oh, that guy's Weequay. Well, they're Weequay. Or that guy's Clatu. Yeah. Well, they're Clatu. Or, oh, there's Squidface. Oh, there's uh, Three Eyes, who's now I think they call him like, Rees. Uh, yeah <laughs> that's just how they were with the toys they're like oh yeah i could see them uh, the guy at kenner he, he gets the the mold he's like yeah fuck it yeah that's uh i also like we how we quay that shit face Ooh, that's I like cunt how, lips um like lucas gave a subtle nod to uh the day the earth stood still with this species yeah, specifically Klaatu. that Klaatu's talking yeah. about because like the alien comes out and he's like Klaatu errata nikto or whatever it was that he said and Klaatu is a Kadasa Nikto character. Gotcha. So, all right, good stuff. Well done. Little, little. I, nerd I mean, dude, you got you. You're gonna have to go back here, off topic, and scroll through this chat because uh, Trevor is essentially lining out your battle bracket for a team up. Uh, uh, battle. Okay. 
He's got uh, here's his most recent Babu and Chewy versus Bosk and Salacious B. Crumb. Oh my god! I like it. I like it. All right, next next response here. Next up, we have YC Solo. He says Ewoks because they're soft on the outside and tough on the inside. I like that. That's, that that'd be that's, like a that's like their slogan. You know, if Wicket sold shirts like our dumbasses are trying to do, that would yeah. be on the back. There we go. Yeah. So um, this is a, it's a good one because they are they're like the cats of of the Star Wars universe. Because if you've ever owned cats, like dogs are just like. They're happy and they love you all the time. Like cats are like, they're soft and they're fluffy on the outside, but they can be real tough dickheads on the inside sometimes. So <laughs> I'm a fan. And let's see, next up we got Baron's Black Series. So Spencer, he says the Duros. They give you that classic big head with black eyes look. And within the Star Wars lore, they're, they invented hyperdrives and lightspeed travel. Without them, there would be no Star Wars. So for the Duros out there if those of you don't know what they look like they're the guys um, with the blue and uh, isn't cad bane a duros i think he is yeah because he i mean like i mean like yeah he is but you can't really tell with him because he wears that hat and the most like the most obvious feature of a duros is its head so you don't get to see most of its head um but yeah they have solid eyes well, I think um, you so get the not, first one in A New Hope in the cantina, right? In the cantina, yeah, yeah he was Duros. Um, so yeah, th- those were always really cool. And they the invented Duros hyperdrives just, and light speed travel. Didn't Rebels retcon that, or because they said essentially those those whales are how well, people learned? They how didn't to, really invent it. The whales, like I can't remember what they're called now, but the whales had. Like their natural body composition allowed them to travel through hyperspace. Yeah, and I think that I don't know if like they they were studied for hyperspace travel or something like that, but yeah. they they were. Who cares? Like a, we'll, we'll let Spencer run with yeah. it. I mean, it was a good deep cut alien. I mean, I don't think a lot of people are just oh yeah, I fucking love Duros from Star Wars. They're great. Yeah, I mean, like literally the only one that you'll know is the <laughs> the Cantina guy in the and very Cad. beginning that like, gets his arm chopped off, and then Cad. <laughs> All right, up next. Um, All right, hey, finally, one of the, our female friend, uh, or fans, we, we've definitely featured Miss Geeky Gem before. Yes, so Miss Geeky Gem's favorite is Zabrax, are the definition of cool. Who doesn't want horns on their heads? The fact that the horns act like a built-in weapon is sick, plus the tattoos that a lot of them get look fire. Uh, I agree. I mean, Zabrax... I, Zabrax are the race that Liam was talking about. He was talking about Dathomiri and Night Brothers and uh, stuff like that. Yeah, though they are Zabrax. Um, so that's the actual race uh, that that. Well, hell yeah, the, hell yeah, they're badass. I mean, we we got motherfucking Darth Savage. Maul. I mean, you got Darth Maul. Maul and Savage. Yeah, I mean the the brothers, and then yeah, like the tattoos, and, and I think this is also something that changed in canon later because i can remember i i think at one point like the tattoos that that maul got were supposed to be like sith tattoos that were like almost like forcibly put on him by by palpatine and the people that were working with him but then it eventually evolved into like the dathomirian society is that that was just like a part of their of their upbringing and at a certain point like all male zabrax who lived under on Dathmir got these these tattoos these like tribal tattoos and also not all Zabrax 
live on Dathomir. Um, they're like a, you know, they, there are some that live outside of Dathomir in space. So, um, yes, Zabrax, 100%. Very, very good answer. And then here you go, Matt. You can, this is Bastajan next. So you can go ahead and read this one. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm way off topic here because um, I, I, I manned the live chat while we're talking and Tones let me know our Discord invite links are expired because I'm stupid and used the one day option instead of infinite. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. My bad so here, but an- I had not dipped into the cantina chat today and holy fuck. I mean, Liam just, Liam got like a case of black series box figures for shits and giggles. Uh, <laughs> SG Baron's trying to buy a neck gator star Wars mask, which they look cool, but we just found out neck gators are basically worse than not wearing a mask. I say they're, they're not, they're really not that good for you. I think we can make them though. So if you want them, I'll put them up there. Cause I know that people use neck gators. Like if you go fishing a lot, or if you're like outdoors um, in the sun a lot, it just helps keep the sun off of your face. So, I mean, uh, if you want a neck, if you want neck gators, we can throw them up. I don't know if, S- how many other people want them. Spencer says hello. So, sorry, uh, uh, Tones, I'll, I'll get that shit figured out. That was just me being stupid and not looking at the fine print. Uh, kind of like people when I had the, if you're international. <laughs> Maybe that's why only <laughs> we've only got one batch of people in the Discord because everybody only joined on the first day. Yeah. You got to look at that little <laughs> stuff there, Haywood. All right. So I'll get that fixed after the show. Moving on with our question of the week responses. And it's my turn. Darth Hideous. <laughs> okay, here we go. I'll try my best. I mean, is that even a question? The Zabrak Mang? Look at them. They have fucking horns. They're force sensitive. Maul! Motherfucking Maul! Also, Savage Opress and Jazz Amari. The Night Sisters gave Maul his legs back and they have full body tattoos. All other species can eat a dick. The Chiss would be a close second because Thrawn is an absolute beastie baller. He brings big dick energy with him everywhere he goes. So, beautiful stuff there. Yeah. Uh, we, we've talked on the, on the species plenty, so uh, we just had to get a dramatic reading of Darth Hideous's re- reply. So <laughs> there we go. Up next, balancing um, the toys. Yes, balancing the toys. He says the gone. What? And I'm <laughs> okay. I'm pulling up an image. Zuckus so is a god. All right. Yeah. Zuckus is a uh, race of alien. So if you are not familiar with Zuckus, he is one of the featured bounty hunters from ESB that was standing on the ship with, you know, all of the other ones. He's the guy who's got like two tubes, two tubes from fucking what you call it from Rogue One is a gond. He's got like the respirator mask and he's got the tubes coming down his neck. Um, so he says uh, Zuckus and Uriel or yeah, Uriel Kirg, Kirg from Rogue One from Rogue Squadron were always two of my favorite characters and the Feinsman culture is very cool. So concept. that's like, so they're, 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 like, they're kind of like, that's their Mandalorian creed is the Feinsman. Yeah. Like they're, yeah, that's, that's their way of way of life. Well, I mean, just looking at say. Zuckus, the Feinsman probably suck at whatever they do. Cause I mean, he, he does not <laughs> look like he can do much of anything. Yes. So, um, I think they're a cool looking race. I mean, like even Zuckus's eyes were like, you know, all kind He's of goofy like i actually i'm looking i have two zuckus figures because i'm a dope that that gets tricked by hasbro and buys reissues with like one splash of paint difference yeah so i mean he's funny the, it's the, like the, i would be zuckus because i'm short fat i'd wear robe are like you that good at tracking things yeah because I, 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 that's that was he he was a master tracker <laughs> he had to do something him and four line yeah. 
the most feared bounty hunters in all the land. All right, good stuff so, there, fans. Thank that's you. That's call. always fun. I do like reading through some of these. They make me laugh at times. Uh, and then you had an email to yes, share as yes, well. Yes, yes. I wanted to bring this up because this was kind of new. And the reason it's new is because when I was uh, installing and configuring the store last week, I realized that <laughs> our contact form has probably been broken since I built the site back in November of, what, 2018 now. <laughs> uh, so we actually got an email from a fan and, and I will read emails. So if you want to send us fan emails, recommendations, this, that, and the other thing, I'll read them. Fuck it. Uh, this came from, let me just get the name out here. Uh, Lottie 87, who apparently watches the show and I don't know if it's a, a toy photographer or not. If not, this is like an actual, just someone that found our shitty show. So that's fantastic. But, uh, just listen to your guys show talking about the favorite video games and specifically Jedi power battles in the weird colored lightsabers. Remember we talked about, this was our question of the week last week. Mm -hmm. And and a lot of people brought up that game and we talked about how the lightsabers were mismatched. Well, Lottie has a little lore nugget for us on all that. Uh, So goes on to say, if you look at the first couple of runs of episode one figures, Mace had a blue lightsaber. Kiati Mundi had a purple saber. Plo, an orange yellow one. And Adi Galia, a red blade. Uh, I had all these figures and I do too. I have at least triplicates of them because I was an asshole back then. And they're all still sitting in boxes. And no, this is not the email. This is just me, a uh, stream of conscious talking. But anyways, he's saying that the, the figures for the movie were actually made this way with the wrong lightsabers, R- wrong lightsaber colors. But those colors that the figures had did match what showed up in the game. Uh, and, and like we kind of said, Lottie's blaming it on Sam showing up and be like, hey, I want to stand out. Give me purple. And then there we go. Every, everything changed. And here we uh, here we are. So. Thank you for that, Lottie, if you're still listening. Uh, what's your problem? In all seriousness, <laughs> no, thank you for reaching out. And keep it up. Keep it up. There's always time yeah. for Star Wars time. I, I do think that it probably, like, that whole thing, like, those lightsaber colors might have actually been chosen for those characters in the movies. But then I think he's right. I think Sam really <laughs> Yeah, he just, he just fucked all that shit up. Because uh, like he had he a little more pull of, and I see it too. I mean, George Lucas is a guy. I don't really see him ever wanting to deal with conflict in any way. Yeah. And I could see a guy like Sam Jackson, who is you know loud, boisterous, just yeah. owning Lucas, just owning. Especially him. not with Sam. Yeah, exactly. yeah just own him. Like, not nah, George. I'm going to do it this way. Okay, okay, Sam. That's fine. I want a fucking purple lights. Okay, that's fine. Uh, I want to say mean, snakes I, on a motherfucking plane. Okay, Sam, that's fine. He's like, Sam, that's fine. We'll, we'll put snakes in the movie for you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we got the super fish thing. Yeah. Because it looked like a snake. Exactly. Um, so, all, right, all right there. So that's the end of our fan segment here. Well, not completely. Then, it, it not is the yeah, end of the, the, of the new part of the fan segment. Now we're getting yes. into the vintage fan segment, which was the top five Star Wars fan artist features of the week. And this is one of those weeks where Nick wants me to feel bad about myself. So I'll be shitting on one of my own shots. Uh, we're in the process of discussing altering that and either uh, letting one of you we- bozos submit a shot to get skewered or just me doing my top one every week. Because I don't know, I, I feel like things get kind of... Uh, boring and, and tune out when I start bitching about my work. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I like the idea. I So I like the idea of the fan submission for you to break down and critique. Me too. And then I just wonder if people have the, 
the gall. The, the ability to take it. Yeah, I know. Can, can you allow Matt to rip you like Matt rips right, himself? And I wouldn't do it to be mean. I will just tell you how I honestly feel what something looks like. And if it looks fucking yeah. perfect, I'll tell you it looks perfect. If there's something a little wonky, I'll say it looks a little wonky. I mean, I think it's a good segment. Like this, that would be a good segment to have constructive criticism <laughs> for people who are interested right. in it. Like, and it's odd because it's know, not like, like I'm Liam. a pro. Like I, I feel like a jerk off doing it either way but that is the name of the star wars time show i mean we, we could very easily just dub this the jerk off time show and it would be yeah. the same content so it would be and then but if we were to do that what i would want to do is have one more thing and then we have a monthly rotation right. like once a month we do hey what pop shop breakdown once a month we all do right i i, I okay you and i as we're having a staff meeting live on air I think that's a good plan. We need to figure out one one more thing to have a full on uh, month rotation. So yes, so that's I'll, so ta- you I'll task you and the cats with figuring that shit out, and then we'll implement it. Done, <laughs> done. All right, Liam, good roast stuff. the hell out of me, Matt. I could care less. I, I no, <laughs> I'm not beating up a 16 year old. Not yet. <laughs> All right, top five time here, people. There we go. So this week we got a bunch of awesome artists and it kicks off with our good buddy, Papa Palpatine Photography, who's in the chat. And I mean, this shot that we have from Papa is just, it's a, it's a classic Papa. I was going to say, I mean, this is like vintage Papa. You got, you got the fog effect, you got the lighting, you got the pose, you got the staging. The visceral nature of this too. (laughs) Cause you can like, not only do you get to see General Grievous fucking stomping on a stormtrooper crushing his chest in this fucking dim lit smoke filled chamber that he's in you also can see that he's dismembered at least one other stormtrooper because yeah, you have a stormtrooper head and an arm laying there <laughs> and then if you look really closely in the background you can see another dead trooper laying against the fucking grate over in the back right I mean, I do like. I, I like it because he doesn't have his his sabers. I mean, this is just mm-hmm. Grievous being Grievous. I mean, just a warrior. Yeah. Those that know, I mean, Grievous came from a warrior culture. He used to be fully organic. Uh, kind of gave himself up to, to to keep living and being a warrior, and and ended up getting his meat. Literally, he's got a meat sack underneath all this shit. That's the stuff that catches on fire when Obi shoots him. Yep. Uh, but it is, it's just like, uh, I mean, Papa decided, like, you know what, fuck the lightsabers, uh, we know what Grievous can do, let's just have him in there manhandling people, like UFC style, Chewbacca yeah. ripping off uh, Gundark arms and shit, uh, except yep. in this case, it's clone troopers. Yeah, I mean, I do like how it is like this claustrophobic setting. Right. Where, like, you can see, they're they're basically like in the same style of chamber or like underground facility that that Han and Chewie were in in the solo movie. Yeah, it, where they it feels first like met. they're in some sort of pit, some sort of shit yeah. pit, cave. I don't know. I mean, uh, these days, uh, Noah Papa, that's probably the that Nova Revol thing. It looks mm-hmm. like he's got the grates there. He probably has a red light outside, and then he's using his fog machine to get that in there, which, by the way, uh, I did a shoot last week, and my sister bought me a fog machine because I think we talked about nice. last time. Um, I, I use atmosphere aerosol in the basement and that's like fucking, I'm essentially spraying cancer into the air and there's not a lot of, uh, ventilation. <laughs> ventilation. <laughs> so at the end of every shoot doing like uh, atmosphere aerosol, I'd literally feel like my kidneys and shit in my liver trying to process all the toxins. 
So, oh. so I was like, hey, fuck it. Uh, I could either just go back to my hand steamer, which honestly is what I probably should use inside. Uh, but I, mean, I got the fog machine, it, it, specifically because of people like Papa and one six shooter. And I think the other one is, is Scott Blind on Instagram. They all use the traditional foggers. Uh, so I just got, you know, whatever. Amazon fog machine, got the low lying fog works, fog juice. I'm reading the fog juice shit, and it also says it should be done in a ventilated area. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, no. Uh, but I look it up, and most people are like, eh, hey, it's mostly water, and they really just want you to ventilate it because it, it literally just have smoke in your fucking house all the time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I, I'm like, hey, fuck like it. Let's do fucking, it. Let's do it. Your hot box in your entire, Exactly. Uh, That's exactly <laughs> what it is. I, I, I'm trying to make the rainforest in my basement by pumping in a bunch of smoky humidity. <laughs> so I've never used it before. I set it up. I'm like, all right, I, I think I know what I'm going on here. And but, uh, I, I hit the button and it's just like... <laughs> I mean, I'm, taking, I'm snapping shots and all you could see was a huge smoke cloud. I mean, it's like I just took a fire extinguisher and sprayed it at my figure, my subject. <laughs> so it, it took me a few tries to, to figure out spacing and where I need to put it, but uh, little, I'm digging the practice. fog machine. And in the basement, it gets fucking smoky. So I still don't know if it's any healthier for me than the <laughs> atmosphere aerosol, but this one at least felt like I'm mostly heating up water and glycol. Uh, okay. so I, I might not be tearing up my lungs too bad, but too, yeah, too, too. Much, I mean, so. it, it looked like I lit my floor on fire. I mean, it, it was the whole <laughs> fucking room was just covered in smoke. Cause I, I mean, I'm used to spraying that can of aerosol. I'm like, <laughs> and then it's just gone. Yeah, I get yeah. real liberal with them. Like, yeah, like probably too much. This thing, I, I, you know, I was liberal again. And it was like, again, I, I, I got some gasoline, put it on my carpet and then laid a match on top of it. So <laughs> I'm learning here. I'm, I'm going to try to get a, a foggy looking shot like this, but that fog and, and how it can bounce off of light and, and light rays. If you have a graded system like pop is using Dude, here, that's what I was going to say. Like the way that the light diffuses through the fog. And then like also the way that it almost looks like the fog is coming from two directions. Right. Like you have some kind of seeping in yeah, from da- the top. It's grade, coming but down. Then you also have some that's coming out of these generators. It's cool. Uh, So uh, Papa and one six, am I going to (laughs) die if I'm using a fog machine in a basement that has a very tiny window that I can crack and it might give me a half inch of of fresh air? Uh, So let me know in the chat, send me a message (laughs) and let me know how many days I have before I die. There we Uh, go. But anyways, Papa Palsy, Papa Doobie, Booby Doobie Booby at Papa underscore Palpatine underscore photography. Excellent follow. Hit him up. He's always going to get some gnarly shots out there like this. Grievous. Hit him up. He's, he's one of our targets for an interview as well. So we'll see if we can get Papa on the show. Yeah, uh, just, next he's got to stop huffing chlorine. Once we can get yes, him off his chlorine addiction, he'll, he'll be on the show. <laughs> uh, next up, we have a pretty awesome scene recreation here. I, lo- I love here. this. I love it from at cl- uh, custom underscore clone underscore army and it's where we get the reveal of the grand army of the republic so you see all of the uh the phase one right. clone troopers standing in a row and then in the background you can see all of the the original uh galactic cruisers taking off i, I mean honestly nick this is and this is no bullshit this is one of the best looking and scored scenes in the prequel trilogy because this agree. is right after, you know, Yoda says, begun the Clone the Wars clone have. Wars, and, and they right. cut to this. You got Bale. He's out on the deck 
punching his 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 uh, fist into the rail like fuck. We, mm-hmm. we, we weren't able to stop this. You got there's a very uh, early rendition of the Imperial March starts to play as all these uh, Star Destroyers are, are going out. And then it cuts right to Anakin and Padme's wedding. It is. It's mm-hmm. just a great looking scene in Attack of the Clones for the prequels. Uh, but uh, Custom Clone Army here just did a great little digirama uh, color matching for it. You got to love all those little Lego minifigure phase one clones. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got the ships in the background, like I said. It's just, I don't know, it's a, it's a good Digirama shot. The, the lighting matches, and that's always the key with Digirama. You, you got to be able to closely match that digital screen with your foreground, usually your your practical subjects that you're shooting. Yep. Beautiful job. Yeah. It immediately stood out because, again, like with Lego minifigs, it's hard to make them look menacing, but this was uh, a very excellent I love, job. Uh, it's like I almost want this mural with all the minifigures lined up. Like I'm, I'm going to eat up more <laughs> of star Wars time HQ with, with yeah. bullshit to display that just gets dusty and makes me feel bad for never cleaning anything. <laughs> there we go. So at custom underscore clone underscore army on IG, beautiful job. Well done. Uh, next up, we have an old favorite here in phase runner at phase underscore runner and phase runners uh delio is he loves to make yes uh like posters he loves to make uh fan created posters for they, star Wars. they give projects. you like a, a like a what if scenario exactly and what we have here is one for the kenobi series and it's just so masterfully done so you see um you know obi-wan kenobi ewan mcgregor obi-wan kneeling down cloaked in his jedi robe staring into a fire and he's clearly on tatooine and out of the fire, you see this spectral hand of of Anakin reaching out. It's it's Vader's glove, is what I'm. It's seeing. Vader's gloved hand. Well, I don't. That's what I'm trying to figure out. It's like, is this Vader's glove or is it like Anakin? Because he had like a full black glove on his arm. Uh, so yeah, uh, I I guess I interpret it as Vader because if you go past the glove, you get that kind of mushy black yeah, you, black suit. Yeah, you can kind of see like down, really like almost towards like the elbow area. Right. That it but is, it, it's, uh, it's almost, almost like, yeah. you know, is this is this what Kenobi's doing? And we talked about this when, when we've riffed on the Kenobi series. I mean, he probably is sitting there just lamenting what happened between him and Anakin. Is Vader Anakin? He probably knows it is, but he doesn't want to quite admit it to himself yet. So he's having these visions. Like, he's so focused on his failure with Anakin that he haunts him. He, he's Dude, seeing him in his, in his fire on Tatooine, and I don't know if yeah. that's what Faze was going for, but I fucking love it. I love that's it. That's what I was going to say, man. It's like it's such a perfect kind of duality. Not really a duality, but like it, it serves two purposes what's happening here. Like, yes, you know, Kenobi is looking through this fire and, and, and into this this form of Vader, but then also it just perfectly mirrors the hell that he put Anakin through on, right, on Mustafar. On fire. Like, I hate you. Like literally his hand, like his hand reaches out to him while he's on fire. And then you see like, oh man, yeah, it's just, it's, it's a absolutely masterful portrayal of what we could see the mental state of Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, being in, in, in the Kenobi series. So um, at phase underscore runner on IG, the guy, if you go to his feed and just look at the shit that he creates, it's, fantastic. it's just all of it's masterful. And he's got, you know, he's done star Wars, Batman, the boys, the series on, uh, IG on, uh, Amazon, 
Uh, he's he's one of our favorite real ass painters. There's no doubt about it. Oh, Oh, he just, he doesn't tag us. I don't always find his work. So I have to rely sadly on the algorithm. Yeah. Look at it. it. He's got, oh man, look at this one on his page. It's a, it's a throwback to young Anakin with Vader's shadow behind him. He's got young Ben with Kylo's shadow behind him. Kylo's shadow. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. uh, At, phase runner at phase underscore runner more appropriately on ig, on IG. uh yep. definitely not going to be disappointed following that one for sure so next up we <clears> have <throat> the daily imperial the period daily period imperial on ig and this is like i'm i'm really getting into like these wartime photography kind of you know shots here and that's what we get from the daily imperial is this just weathered to shit stormtrooper <laughs> That's in a trench, gun at the ready, and he just looks so, like, as much as a stormtrooper that you cannot see emotion on, he looks so beaten down. I mean, these are kind of like, it's like World War I in Star Wars land. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of artists that this is kind of their their go-to. You know, me, I'm I'm kind of the portrait. Pop is kind of those, you know, in-your-face action scenes. Uh, there are people Imperial just, Grunt is another one. Like yeah, this. yeah. Imperial like Grunt does a lot of the trench warfare stuff. Rust Belt Collector does some of the trench warfare stuff. Uh, there's a lot of good ones out there. Non ten seventy two. He doesn't tag. I don't even know if he shares anymore, but he's another one that does some some of that good stuff. But yeah, I, I really like this shot. I mean, it it's almost hard to even tell that this is a a black series figure. I mean, he's so he's got the perspective so pulled in. I mean, it's almost hot toys looking, but I'm pretty sure this is a little six incher, which just makes the image even more impressive looking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it just evokes so much emotion looking at this shot and it's hard to do that. I mean, like we've talked about multiple times, like it's really cool. It's really, you know, awesome when you can look at a toy photo shot and just be like holy shit this this like this person is going through hell right now and that's exactly what the daily imperial pulled off here with this shot so uh fantastic work uh and and just like the environment and everything was done so well so this is uh at sorry go go ahead ahead, finish i was gonna say at the period daily period imperial all right, this is a, just a little news update for fellow toy collectors here. Just coming hot off the wire. Uh, those of you, if you're into Marvel Legends and you back the Sentinel Project, Hasbro's announced a new bonus tier. So they want more money. They've already, they've already, Nick, they've gotten so much money for this figure. Hasbro's essentially started Kickstarter, essentially, for, for <laughs> yeah, certain products. Its it started with the sale barge, uh, Jabba sale barge. They're literally yes, like, hey, if we get enough backers to buy this big fucking sale barge, we'll make it. They've done it. Uh, they're doing it with Marvel now. They're doing it with one of the Sentinels from X-Men, right? One of the big ass purple things that hunt the, the mutants. Yep. It. It was backed, I think, day one, if not in the first few hours. So then they started, all right, well, if we get more money, we'll throw in a new accessory or a new head or a new figure. It has already unlocked three tiers of bonuses. Just now, they've announced a tier four bonus where you're going to get a, it looks like a Sentinel tri-head accessory. 
Interesting. So that's some How big... much money has this raised? Oh, dude, it's got to be like in the trillions at this point because I think mm-hmm. I plunked down on it because I had I use one six shooter sometimes to push me over the edge on stuff. I'm not 100 percent committed <laughs> to buying. Uh, I have Uatu is another one I go to when I need that nudge. You're like, yeah, man, just fucking buy it. It's your money. Who cares? Buy it. Yeah. Uh, but but I had him. I went to one six. I'm like, dude, this Sentinel. What are you doing? He said, I'm fucking getting it just for FOMO. That's it. <laughs> He's like, I don't want to miss out. And I said, all right, I'm doing it too. Uh, so they did just announce a new tier four for those of you that have backed the Sentinel on Hasbro Pulse. Sorry, not Star Wars related, but I know some of you listeners also do the Marvel scene. So there you go. All right. There uh, at the.daily.imperial. Sorry to steal your closing thunder there, but excellent account. Uh, does a lot of Empire shots, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. So check them Makes out. Makes sense with the name. So good shit. Um, Scion, just get the damn thing, because you know if you don't do it, you're going to feel bad when you see everyone playing with it and holding it like a baby. I'm telling you, just do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're all Most of us that are this nutty to listen to this show for as long as we do and for as long as I talk on it, we're all crazy. Just get the yeah. fucking thing. Just fucking get it, because you know you're going to feel like shit when you don't have it and everyone else does. So save yourself some bad feelings, blow the money, never use it, stick it in a corner, because I know I'm not going to do shit with mine. I just want it because one six shooter told me to get it. (laughs) Trevor is working for Hasbro. He's just out there as a salesman. Right. No kidding. And they got I have Utu get me to buy fucking Utau, get me to buy goddamn Transformers figures now. It's like, <laughs> motherfucker, I just oh, need to keep man. my thumbs to myself when I see a toy and I'm like, ooh, who who should I go to that I know is going to tell me to spend the money? Because that's all I'm doing. Yeah. I just want to hear someone tell me, yeah, that, that little voice in your head saying, spend it, spend it, spend it. Listen to it. Just go do it. There so go. Trevor's good for that shit. All right, man, moving <laughs> on. Right. Next shot here. Last one of the top five is from Aesthetic One, and it's spelled um, at A underscore E-S-T-H-E-T-I-C one on Instagram. And what we have is a shot that kind of mirrors one of the shots that I picked from last week, where we had Vader kind of leading his men into battle, standing on the top of a, of a rock. But now we see Kylo doing the same thing for his... First Order Troopers leading them into battle. So we see Kylo standing kind of almost in like an Obi-Wan-esque stance where he's got his saber pulled back, but he's got his fist forward. You see First Order Troopers running into battle. You see an explosion right in front of them. So you get this good bokeh in the shot. And then the way that Kylo's cape is whipping is just perfect yeah, for and me. This, I mean, And I think I just featured this one yesterday, I believe. Uh, I think it's it was a, recent. It was only recent. Ones, yeah, yeah. It, it just it evokes. It, it's like a movie still. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. You know, th- this this could have been in a trailer for, you know, The Force Awakens or even Tross, because, I mean, I guess we don't need the red lines in there to get too too anal about it. But it is. It's it just it, it's an awesome pose for Kyle. Uh, Kyle. Kylo. Kyle. <laughs> hey, yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. Well, we did have Jake Skywalker. This is Kyle Ren. Uh, yes. Kind of the, the, the goofier version of Kylo. Uh, but no, I mean, he's got that, the, the cape kind of wired up, posing it. Obviously, the, the fireworks popped in the right spot, or maybe he used a bunch of shots and kind of composited them all together. Uh, you got the lightsaber done right. I mean, this is why you see very few Kylo shots on my page. Uh, I think he's kind of a neat figure to shoot. I don't want to fuck with his lightsaber VFX. I, I just don't fucking care. 
uh, fuck you, Kylo, make a lightsaber that isn't chaotic. That works properly. Right. Uh, but yeah, it is. It, it, this is a, a, a movie scene image to me. This is a mm. full-on still from a Star Wars film. So a, a damn good staging, posing, execution, job well done at a underscore E-S-T-H-E-T-I-C-1. Beautiful, beautiful job. So that's the end of the top five. So that's going to bring us into the Haywood Pop Shop breakdown of the week. Slow. And honestly, like, man, I think this one is beautiful. Okay. And I, right. I don't know if you'll find reason to hate it, but I, no. I think this is top notch. No, shit. but obviously I'll be angry because this is one of those shots when I shared it. I'm like, ooh, I, I might have actually done some art here. Instagram's going to reward me. <laughs> I mean, this is probably a year too old and look where the likes are at. So that, that goes to tell 400s. you when I, when I first dropped it. It probably did 200, a little under May 300. May 1st, 2019. So tell us what we're seeing here, Matt, for the people this on the is, audio. This is, we're looking at a, this is a combination of using practical effects, Digirama, and the lovely and gross-looking Emperor Palpatine Hot Toys 1-6 scale figure, the one that comes with his throne, this, that, and the other thing. Uh, the Death Star in front of him, that is actually real. That's uh, like, There's like this acrylic. Here, I, I have it right next to me. So if you're watching on YouTube, you can see it. It's this acrylic light that, that just shoots colored light through the Death Star. And I placed it in a way that I, in my head, I felt like Palpatine was overseeing the final phases of the construction of the Death Star. Because yeah. from Attack of the Clones, you know, the, the Geonosians, they pop up that red hollow thing of the death star so that that's kind of why i include that there that's why i got the pose like he's sitting there going good good mm -hmm. that type of shit uh and if you can see the the stars behind them yep yep that is a combination of the sh figure arts uh palpatine diorama which gives you that iconic looking window that he sat in front of right okay and an ipad with a a shot of stars on it yeah I mean, dude, I think this shot is fucking awesome. And I saw it because you, you also posted like a behind the scenes vid of it, not in this post, but in a subsequent one on your on your Instagram. And the way that like the way that you lined it up, the way that you layered all of the different elements that you laid out, I thought was perfect. And this is like I mean, we always talk about shots that we would like want hung up on our wall. And for me, like this one is something that I think. Oh, uh, really look, look at cool Nick. And now he's just being nice. Now he, now he, yeah. now he just wants me to give him a reach around. <laughs> uh, I'm but, telling no, you, man. Thanks, this dude. I mean, I, I do appreciate shit. that. I, I'm not the best one at taking positive feedback. Uh, clearly, uh, if I can hate myself, hate my work. That's just how it goes. Uh, I feel like it. Maybe it motivates me or just makes me angry. I can't figure out at this point in time, but. Uh, I do get lucky sometimes. I, th this is one of those shots where I look at it and I don't just want to vomit in my mouth. Uh, and I have a lot of shots, even some I've shared within the past week. I look at it like, why did I share that? Like, I feel like I could do better. Uh, I, I did a shot of the uh, vintage Boba. I think I shared it on Sunday and I'm like, eh, it's not that crisp. It looks a little, looks a little bleh, but whatever. <laughs> th this one I'm down. So you did, you did good young Nick. Uh, this one did not raise my blood pressure, uh, but it, it also just goes to show you, uh, I don't want to say how easy it is, but uh, these Hot Toys figures, they take a lot of the, 
a lot of the harder work that these smaller figures provide. I mean, these things look like little museum pieces to, to start with. They pose better. Their accessories go on better. So uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's fun shooting these. Uh, you just never know. You never know. I mean, the, the, again, there was no thought to this. this I, I never pre-stage a shot. I never have a shot in mind and go execute it. The way I do this hobby, probably not the best way to do it, but I feel like shooting toys at this moment. Here we go. <laughs> and I go down. If there's a fucking box of toys, here we go. This is what I'm shooting. I'll just be like, beep, 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 put it on the table, move some lights around, and we're off to the races. So uh, it'd be nice to actually have uh, an imagination to cook up some scenes like a papa can do. Uh, but hey, this, this is where I'm at. This is what I do. I just I, I get the window, and I plop stuff down, uh, basic portrait style, and let's see if I can manipulate the light to actually make it look like I know what I'm doing. There we go. So there's, there's so your insights. I think it's great shot here. Thank you for the breakdown, Matt. Um, for those of you in the Discord or in the chat who were trying to get into the Discord, I dropped the link that does not expire in there, and then we'll also update the one on Linktree so you can join through that. But that takes us to the end of the That's top it. five, to the end of the Haywood Pop Shot Breakdown Woo! of the Week, and the end of the show. So, Matt, let's dance. Thank God. I mean, even even people here in the chat, this this is goes to show you how great our fans are. Someone came in, I think it was Greg, and he, his comment was, "You guys are still going." <laughs> Oh, wow. Like you dumb assholes Fucking are still Greg. talking. But hey, uh, as we like to say here at the end of the show, it's we're doing the dance. We're shimming and we're shaking and we're making that bacon. See, I can rhyme. I should have been a rapper instead of a basic Star Wars podcast host. But anyways, please, if you like this shit, if you're new to this, if, if you somehow got tricked into listening and you made it to the end of the show, give yourself an achievement. It is a life achievement. Level up. 100,000 points, that type of shit to Gryffindor. Uh, but we want you to come back. And the best way to do that is heading over to StarWarsTime.net. And guess what we have over there now? We've got a motherfucking shop. That's right. You can buy stupid shit for Star Wars Time. It's right here on the site. StarWarsTime.net slash shop. Or just go to StarWarsTime.net and clip on, click on the shop up there in the top menu or the bottom. It's all over the place. You can't miss it unless your name is Greg. Uh, within the shop, we got hats. You want some hats? They're here for, to buy. Uh, will they be gone by tomorrow? You never know. I doubt it because no one really listens to us outside of the super fans. And the super fans, they're going to snag them up. I know it. I just know it. But more importantly, while you're on StarWarsTime.net, after you've looked at all of our amazing Star Wars content and wasted your money on Star Wars Time show apparel, you need to do the right thing. And that right thing is subscribing to the podcast or at least checking us out on YouTube. You can do it all from StarWarsTime.net. You ask yourself, hey, are they on Spotify? Guess what? We're on Spotify. You don't like Spotify? We're on Pandora. You don't like Pandora? We're on fucking Android. You don't like Android? We're on iTunes. We're everywhere. iTunes doesn't even exist. We're on whatever the fuck Apple gives you now. The podcast app. We're there too. Just go to StarWarsTime.net. Because like I said, when I got into this dance, there's always time for Star Wars Time. We want you. Join the fandos. Become an asshole. Do the live streams. Quit your job. There's more important things to do in the middle of the day on a Tuesday than work. And that is the Star Wars Time Show. In all seriousness, though, we love you. Keep it going. 
It's you fans that keep us going. It's you fans that keep us growing because we've said this many times. It's not like anything we do or say or produce is going to bring the fans here. It's you guys tricking other people to come listen, and we appreciate you all for it. And just remember, if you listen to the Star Wars Time Show, the Force will be with you. Always. Always.